I can't feel my butt! <laughs> I can't feel my butt! Son, it's alright, it's no. just the anesthesia. I'll never poop again! Calm down, kid. We'll have you pooping in no time. <laughs> oh, really? Okay, that's good. Poop, poop, Coming to you from beautiful upstate New York, this is the Slam Tilt Podcast, a show about all things pinball. I'm your host, Ron Hallett, here with my co-host, Bruce Nightingale. Hello. Hello. And this Hello. Is ep- and this is episode 193. Ooh, we're getting close to that 200. Yeah. And I can't fucking get anybody to come on. Wow. <laughs> I'm just getting shot wow. down. Like, I'm just getting shot down like me on a Friday night when I was 21 years old trying to get laid. Wow, that's... Yeah, it's pretty bad. Wonderful. It's great, Bruce. <laughs> you don't think all the F-bombs, the Beavis and Butthead intros are probably not helping us out trying to get interviews? No, I don't think so. You don't think it has anything to do with it? Nope. Okay. Nope, we're coming for the truth. We it, want all the truth there is. And we were gone for a while. Yes, it was a nice little mini vacation. And we'll probably have another lull because we have multiple weekends with crap coming up. Expo, and we have... Uh... A uh, thing at the co-op with Pinball Profile. The so, thing yeah, we'll at the co- Yes. We'll be talking about that later on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. But, but uh, we have a guest. Oh, yes. We're not alone, Bruce. Who's our we're guest? Who's our guest? Glenn Watcher from the Poor Man's Pinball Podcast. The garden gnome has a normal-sized penis. Wendy wore her wedding dress to the orgy. Oh, wait, sorry, I'm, I'm still doing my vocal exercises. Uh, oh, this is hey. your this is your bridesmaid of the day. That was not the first choice, obviously, because oh, you can't get anybody. So let's just get Glenn on. I've been trying to get you on for a while, big boy. Ooh, <laughs> you said get on. <laughs> yeah, I did. So, Glenn, tell us how you got into this beautiful pinball hobby. Well, I've told I've told a factually correct story on the poor man's already, but so let's just go with some fiction. Um, I was okay. tired of watching my daughter do her 500th horrible uh, cartwheel in gymnastics every single week. So I just started searching stuff on on uh, on my app, and I saw pinball was part of a bunch of different apps I could put on my phone so I could get through these gymnastics classes without stabbing myself in the eye. And uh, and then I learned some rules, and I, I went and found games in person, and it just kind of snowballed. Nice. How many games do you have right now, Mr. Glunt? Just one. I've got an Avengers Pro. Um, I, which which one? I don't know. Which Avengers? Uh, uh, the Infinity Quest. Okay. See, you must be precise here. We are perfection here at, at the Slim Joe Podcast. We are perfection. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Every Bruceism have never been said. at its best. You see, it's a, it's it's not just fake. It's all real. <laughs> So when I, when when uh when the prices were about to go up, I was on list for a, a Jurassic Park Pro, and then they pushed that into 2022, and that was going to come with the price increase with the Insider Connected. So I said, "Well, Zach, what else have you got?" And he's like, "Well, I've got Infinity Quest Pro." I'm like, "I'll take it." So it's a game that I didn't know the rules very much, and I, I've had it for a year, and I love it still. Uh, I'll probably get rid of it in the next year or so and trade it in for something that more people in my family and friends group might actually be able to understand. What would that be, if anything? Do you have any hints or like any? any I, I actually either Deadpool or, or Guardians of the Galaxy, just because I, I want to get more people to like the hobby, not be like baffled by what's going on. So, um, so you're kind of have bond. You kind of have bond because bond will just slap you around a little bit. 
<laughs> no, I can't afford that machine. <laughs> I, nobody can, I think. Well, holy crap. Let's just talk about it first. Let's just go right into oh, that. Well, okay. Let's just first go into it. Bond. Bond. Is this um, maybe their most botched reveal that they did? Yeah, yeah this is this is getting up to classic uh, this territory. Is pretty, so, I mean, okay. Everyone knew it was going to be Bond. Yes. At oh, this oh, point. Oh, 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 excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. What? Everyone did not know it was going to be Bond. Everyone was saying Venom. Venom's coming That's, out this day. Yeah, yeah. And I was. I was wrong. One asshole on all the podcasts that said it was going to be Bond. That was you. That was you, Bruce. Yes. Ron, you're right. This is painful. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to be James Bondage. Oh, I hope oh. it was <laughs> Bruce was no, right. I, I was wrong. I knew it. <sighs> okay. And he hates the know these things. Yes, Bruce. <laughs> so Bruce is right for once. So you happy? Once? Whoa, whoa, whoa. One time. Whoa. You're right. Congratulations. Bullshit. So let's do the whole timeline. So Bond, we don't even need dates. Bond was supposed to be revealed on a Tuesday. Yes. Right? I think the the Thursday before the yes. Queen dies. This is important. Yes. This is important to the story. The the Queen of England. So Monday rolls around and where it was supposed to be revealed, they were gonna do they were gonna reveal it at IAPA in the yep. UK in England. Now IAPA is like international amusement, blah 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 blah. It's yeah. it's a thing. It, it, for amusement operators, and it's not—it's not just in—it's—it's it's worldwide. Like they have the the big one in the U.S. is in I think Florida oh, yes, in November. Yes. So, but this one was going to be in England, and it was going to start Tuesday. So they were—they had a I think it was a pro and a premium they brought there. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, what happened is uh, during the setup of these games, I believe it was one of the organizers or, or someone involved with the. The event took pictures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the only thing that could happen did happen. Yeah, and yes. that was they, the leak. They took pictures and uh, sent them to their friend and said, "Don't share this with anyone." Which, of course, they did share it with people and shared it with mm-hmm. more people. And then, boom, it's on Pinside. Yep. And we got to see really bad, really bad cell phone pictures too. I mean, this oh, is yeah. this is like. I think he might use a BlackBerry or something from 10, 15 years ago to take these yes. pictures. It was pretty bad. Yes. Uh, so that, and that was Monday. All these pictures mm-hmm. came out. So everyone's seeing it's like, oh, okay, there goes that. Jetpack, jetpack. That's all I heard from everyone. But, jet then, pack, jet... but then Stern decides to postpone the reveal. And they say it's basically because the the death of the queen. Yes, it would now, be very un-English. She died Thursday. They brought the games there and were setting up as late as Monday. Yes. Did they show up in England and say, wow, this is a way bigger deal than we thought? Maybe yes, uh, maybe we did. shouldn't do this. <laughs> or did the licensor say, yeah, you, you can't do this? We, we yes. No. Probably both. Probably a Probably combination so. of both. But, I mean, yeah. So now Glenn, they have all these. Think, what do you think? Is this Stern's reaction? to the, the leak was to, to kind of, instead of, instead of what they used to do when they'd go on social media and basically tell everybody, take these down or you're going to get, you're going to get some lawsuit against you. Remember when they used to do that on Facebook, oh, they would attack oh yeah, anybody that would post something early, but that wasn't working. So maybe this was plan B just postpone the, the release. 
I don't know why. It just makes no sense. It's already out there. Genie's out. Just freaking do it right. But nope, we don't do that at Stern. We just keep on dragging our feet. Well, the problem is you had really bad pictures, so everyone hated it. Just like, oh, my God, this thing looks terrible, et cetera, et cetera. So they first they, they were going to postpone it till next Tuesday. Then they changed it. Uh, we're going to postpone it till next, uh, well, not just t- a week and a half to Thursday yes, now. The Thursday, yes. Like, okay. It's like, but the pictures are out there. Everybody knows now. Now it's mm-hmm. just going to, people are going to hate this thing for the next week and a half until okay, you can whatever. show we'll anything. We'll deal with it, though. Well, it gets better. I know it Because does. probably as part of this reveal, I'm sure Stern had sent the official pictures, you know, the nice high res pictures around mm-hmm. to different outlets to be released when. It was, you know, the release day. Most of it, yes. Yeah. And one of them was, I think, 007.com. It was like a yep. fan site or yep. whatever. Their they fan, had... Their, members, their, their merchandise site. Yeah, okay. So they had the pictures. And obviously, they, they probably had some kind of auto thing set up to to release them at a certain time. Mm-hmm. But then the delays occurred. But I'm sure they didn't change the timing on the site. So it just released the pictures, like, I think, on Wednesday. <laughs> Yep. Whoopsie. Boom. They're out there. <laughs> High def pictures of the pro and premium. Like, oh shit. So they pull them down after a few hours, but it's too late at that point. They're everywhere. So now people can actually see the high res pictures. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't look quite as bad now. I mean, it's, it's like, yeah, okay, this looks way better than the cell phone pictures. Well, yeah, you think? You think? But then you still had to wait another week and then more leaks spring. Where it comes out, there's going to be a fourth of it, fourth version that's going to be designed by Keith Elwin, which the fourth version thing had been out there for a while. And actually, I think George Gomez himself basically gave it up. He mm. was on, he was on the Marco stream. Hi, Marco. Yep. With uh, Taylor Bancroft and it was George Gomez. And they were talking about Insider Connected, but Bond comes up. And mm-hmm. this was after the teaser trailer, the original one. And yes. he said how there was going to be a big surprise, which for those of us that had heard about the fourth version, it'd be like, okay, so yeah, that's got to be the fourth version then. Yes. So, I mean, there's just springing leaks everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and finally it comes out. And there were rumors about price increases, which I figured at the end of the year, there's going to be a price increase. It's just like, what, what is the price increase going to be? Well, Bruce, were you surprised with any of the price increases? Uh, fucking pissed off as all fucking hell. Okay, so the pros, the pros, will be going up a hundred dollars. Yeah. Which at first is like, oh, okay, it's not that bad. That's you not know, that bad. All right, that. okay. Uh, the premiums will be going up seven hundred dollars. <laughs> I know. Like what the fuck? <laughs> it's like, That's gee, like okay, and the the LEs. Will be going up nineteen hundred dollars. Holy fucking rape job! And if you go back to Godzilla, that's actually twenty five hundred dollars more. I know this is just getting a little out of hand, boys Plus, and girls. The whole models will be going up four hundred dollars. I know. So basically, th- those are the prices that they're going up for Bond, and then on January first, they're going up for every other Stern every game thing. that's <laughs> still in in production. So yeah. not, I guess. Not Zeppelin or Guardians, because they're retired. Or, or Turtles, too, I think. 
Yay! Thank God. Plus, they said Elvira <laughs> still won't be it won't be coming out this year. Nope, that's out next year, and it will be another price increase. Yeah, and yet they still they still made all of those like forty year anniversary versions of Elvira before even allowing people that purchased the game or had orders in to get theirs. I, that was that to me that was the biggest slap in the face Stern has ever done that since I've been in the hobby. Well, and they're going to do. I think the Ellen version is going to basically be the same thing. It's five hundred. 500, yeah, 500 of them, and they're going to be, was it distributor set the price? Yes. At least there's no price. It doesn't say a price. Is that, uh, is that verified or is that still just rumor? I've heard. I've heard. I've both. heard 18K mm-hmm. also. So for, for and, and just to the version, the Keith Owen version is basically going to be a single level throwback game. It's going to have mechanical reels. Oh, yeah. That picture was leaked, too. Did I mention that? Also from uh, 007.com, they had a uh, placeholder picture. It was a mock-up picture. But it did have a section of the actual play field that you could see. But when you you look at the picture, it shows, shows, like, digital reels, like, on the screen. But that's not supposed – supposedly, that's not what it is. It's, It's going to have mechanical scoring reels, and it's going to have a display in the play field. Four spinners, four opto spinners, inline drop targets, single Blood level. Spin. No, yeah, no ramps, and yeah, probably eighteen twenty k. So they're oh really going to see God. how much the uh, the bond name or the market, the Keith Elwin name, is worth. This is like a spooky sized release, though. This is interesting. I, I'm still trying to figure out whether or not having two machines with the same theme come out at the same time is a good idea. It, it's it's kind of a novel idea. Nobody's done anything like this. Yeah, I just I just don't like the pricing where it's going. This is just getting we're at the ludicrous cost. Ludicrous cost. <laughs> yes. The, holy. They crap. just passed up ridiculous cost and went straight to ludicrous. Yeah. Ludicrous. <laughs> it's just like holy shit. It's gone to plaid. It's gone to plaid. <laughs> <I've just said. laughs> well, they. I mean, it's it's like it's almost like they don't really make a ton of money from the. The pros, so no, you know, so no, we're we're no, just gonna no. we're we're gonna get our money from the home the home buyer. Yeah, and the problem is, and we're gonna see how much they're gonna pay. A thousand LEs, five hundred su- I'll call them super LEs, or whatever you want to call them. It's a lot of kaching gonna be on the other side, and we keep on raising costs, and we're gonna raise it again at the end of the year, and it's just like what the fuck. There, there is a recession. Just uh, yeah, there is. I know the stock market's below twenty nine hundred, well, if I remember correctly, right now twenty nine thousand. I kind of think that Stern was forced to do a price increase just because they can't keep up with sales. Um, if, if stuff is selling that that much, then then you kind of have to slow down the pace of manufacturing somehow to get. Well, you're up. not. You're really well, you not. Were- and the thing is, they still have a backlog of probably three thousand. Should they just be happy that they've got a backlog and keep the prices where they are and just know that it's eventually going to level off? Well, people are probably – the the thing that's hurting Stern and not hurting Stern is the competition is not putting out good games to pull that money away. That's the truth. I'm not going to go pull my money for my Elvira to go buy a Toy Story 4. What about I'm a Scooby-Doo? Not, Scooby-Doo I might. I might, but I still hate – I still hate Haggis, so no, it wouldn't. And haggis? I'm not having haggis. I mean, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, spooky. Spooky. There I would not go. do that because the quality is just terrible. 
Well, the thing is, it's it's not not necessarily the the, the quality of the games, the amount of games. I mean, how many? Who was their competition? Toy Story. That was yeah, their first. That was their first game in two years. Yep, and had not wowing anybody. Spooky has a game every year and a half. They're yep. they actually more frequent than Jersey Jack. I mean, yep. American Pinball still waiting. Still waiting oh, for them. Still waiting. That is still waiting. that is their that is their calling card. I mean, remember how long Monster Bash Bash was just not done, and we didn't know why. This is kind of feeling like that with Cactus Canyon. I know. D- yes, Chicago Gaming has been very yep. slow. Yep. Everyone has been slow as far as getting anything out. So it's not like Stern has had a lot of competition with the games, really. The, the problem I have is we are headed to a recession. So. Do people really think I'm going to be able to spend two thousand extra dollars on a pinball machine? People that are buying limited edition games, yeah, not people well, like me. I know, not or me, but I mean, it's just it, why price out your marketplace? Are you pricing now, it out? The yes, peop- you are. The people the- who buy the LEs now be the same ones that buy the LEs to- tomorrow. You hope. Well, you they're going to find out, aren't they? Exactly, and that's the problem. I think they're just going to keep on. You know, I think it's a, it's like a, it's like a, no offense, like a big old cockfight. Like, hey, hey, Jersey Jack raised the price on our price things. Oh wow, he raised it this much. Let me pull out my cock and see if I can make it more money. And you're and, gonna fight with your cocks? Exactly. I'm very confused. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're well, dueling cocks. They, they did say. <laughs> I mean, when it comes to the LE price, they're like, hold my beer. Exactly. <laughs> and this, this idea of the distributors setting the pricing. Guess what? More power to them. What happens if they get stuck with a turd? Now, I'm not going to say Keith's game is going to be a turd because everything he's put out has been great so far. But what if it the was a turd? Boy. What if it was a turd? Do you really want to pay seven? Do you still want to pay $18,000 for a single-level playfield game? Well, People complain about that stuff already, and now... They're, they're banking on the Elwin name at this point. They are, they are. This is going to be interesting because I know there were people worried... I mean, Ellen is the best designer out there right now. He is. I mean, he's four for four, all four massive Mm -hmm. hits. Godzilla is probably one of the biggest hit games they've had. Yep. And so they're going to see how much that name is worth, just like they did with Lyman. Yep. And I know people concerned that, are we going to see him on Cornerstones anymore? Or is he just going to be on games like this? You know what I mean? I mean, now he's done this. Like, when's the next Elwin game now? He's been averaging a game a year. Yep. This will be his game for this year. You know what I mean? Like, yep, I know. That's I kind know. of concerning just, to me. It's like you it's want just, you want Elwin, you got to pay. I guess is is going Um, the other thing we didn't mention is the unusual thing. The most unusual thing about this release is whenever Stern comes out with a new game, it's shipped immediately. Yeah. Like, boom. This one? No. They revealed it's September, and they ain't going to be shipping anything till November. Yeah, that that's what makes me think that the postponement of the Queen, you know, long live the Queen. Except a, she's not a yank job. Yeah, I, I feel like it was a bait and switch. Like, oh, yeah. oh, wait, no, they're not ready yet. So let's let's postpone this, and yeah. because we're upset that the, the leaks came out, which is by their own doing, by the way. Like mm-hmm. at some point, you got to realize it, you're not going to be able to keep the cat in the bag. No. Not as soon as the games leave your facility. Yeah, that's correct. for sure. Uh, well, <laughs> speaking of leaving the facility, well, we get into that. But yeah, it, it won't be streamed for weeks. It won't be yeah. released. And the weird thing is, 
they're going to go to Stern Army locations and and operators first. Yes. The pros. The premiums yes. are like in was it December? Yes. The LEs. No, the, no December is the the LEs. I thought the premium no, was the LEs. Were the LEs December. before the premium though? I thought the no. LEs were in November, and then the, the either way. Yeah. So if you are a non uh, location and you just want a pro, you're waiting until next year. You're waiting until April. Well, but Gomez also said that's well, not yeah, true. Either. Yeah, someone posted that on Facebook, and Gomez put a comment: "Not true." It's like, yeah. well. If it's not, I mean, that's what I've heard from distributors. I've heard yes. that from everybody. So yep. obviously I'm he knows something January, we February. don't. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and the thing is, when the games are outside of your factory, they're no longer under your control. So nope. somebody filmed James Bond. Yes. And actually it ended up on uh, Pinball News. They posted on YouTube. And as soon as I'm looking at it, it's like, well, if the licensor was pissed about the other leaks, which supposedly they were, they're not going to be happy with this. Did you anyone here actually see the video? Yes. I saw it. Okay. So we all saw it. I was expecting everyone to say, no, I didn't see it, but we all saw it. Yes. What'd you think? It was a premium, by the way. Yes, it was. So you got to see Bond on a wand. Yep. Bond on a wand or uh, you know, James on a stick. <laughs> James on a stick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what you think <laughs> oh god uh i didn't mind it i i got it you know it wasn't great video wasn't wow video oh, but, no. it, but it was you know i was thinking this is this is like 2007 here this like, is like 2003 with like, like oh it's like 2007 like the game is in the the game has been put in the Stern test location, the the yes. secret Stern test location, and everyone local knew where it was. So yep. you start with the crappy cell phone pictures, and then like crappy video, and that's your reveal. That literally what that's what this was. It used to be. It was it like an old be. school reveal, and you know what? the The artwork looks old school, yeah, as in er, as in early two thousand Stern. And also the drop and drag with the. Uh... Artwork. There's so many yeah, things. How does, that, how does that meeting go with the art department? Hey, guys, take a look at all of these amazing art packages we've done for Deadpool, for Guardians of the Galaxy, for <laughs> Batman's. And then they go, no, we don't need anything like that. Let's uh, nope. like, how does that even happen? Like, are there intellectual properties so protected that they don't want to be shown in any new way? No, no. Well, you need to use posters. So that's what yes. they had to do. They had to use posters. Now there was, I mean, it's not photoshopped. It, it was, it was painted, and a lot of stuff had to be redone. Yeah. By uh, Kevin O'Connor, actually worked on this one. But for the most part, it's it's just pre-existing art, pre-existing poses put in the game, with probably more faces than I've ever seen in a game ever. Yeah, it has feces? every Bond villain. We probably should say these games are based off the Sean Connery James Bond movies. Yes, my favorite Bond. (laughs) Yes, I'm sure. So it's Dr. No from Russia with Love, Goldfinger, Thunderball, You Only Live Twice, and Diamonds Are Forever. So it has... It's not all of them, though. That's all of the Connery ones. 
the, 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 okay. It's all of the okay. official Connery okay, movies. Thank you very much. I had to make you make that, say that. Not Never oh, Say Jesus. Never Again from 1983, where, yes. which is a Thunderball remake, where there's actually scene in there where they're all like hanging out in an arcade with video games because video games were so hot at that time. They That's would actually be do. in a Bond movie. Everyone's in suits. They're playing like Centipede and shit. It's hilarious. I, I highly is. recommend watching that. Kim Basinger is the Bond girl. Yes, she is. But yeah, it's got every Bond villain from the Connery movies. It's got every Bond girl, and it's got every henchman. Yes, and they're each mode. They're each set way to do stuff, you know. So that's kind of that's kind of cool. And I some like of it the, in the current climate, I'm surprised they they went with like your your multiplier is based on how many Bond women you've collected. <laughs> it's just like oh okay uh oh, I, right, yeah i mean yes. that's very let's, let's dig into the owning women idea that's yes. very theme appropriate but i'm surprised that they uh they went that way and they have they have a missile uh, a rocket on the game <laughs> that kind of looks Is like it? uh um that's I, from Dr. No. I, I no that's from no it's from you only live twice uh but I, i'm wondering if they should have got the uh the narrator from godzilla so you can be an, I don't believe what I'm seeing. A giant dildo <laughs> on the play field. Good golly, Miss Molly. It's just, I, I think I got to see it more. First impressions. Eh. Guess what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to state something now on the podcast. Uh-oh. You ready for this? Okay. Criticism in three, two, one. one. Lonnie Rop is not the worst programmer at Stern anymore. Oh, we didn't even mention, yes, it's going to be this. It's the Stranger Things crew on yes. this game. It's going to be Lonnie Roth, programmer, and Mike Vinicor's doing the rules. Yeah. So, I, so I figured you would hate that. Nope. No. Nope. Really? Because, uh, just, you know who my worst one now is? Dwight. Yeah, Dwight's just terrible. Okay. Next seminar he's at. I'm bringing a fucking flashing light, strobing flashlight. <laughs> I'm going to sit in the back of the fucking room, and then when he talks, I'm going to dunk, 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 dunk. And he's like, uh, can you stop that when you, you know, I'm really getting distracted here. Well, fucking stop doing it, the pinball machines, ass munch. No, you should say, uh, no, you have to figure out the right shot to stop this from flashing in your face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to do that at Expo. <laughs> so you really want to get thrown out at Expo is what I you're do. saying. Two million candlelight power spotlight. Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I mean, it, this game has the most instructions on the yes. play field I have ever, ever seen, seen, at least in 30, 40 years. I mean, they, I know people have, I've heard a lot of people complain about the instructions and I want it on the play field. It's like, but the instructions are in the in the LCD. It's like, yeah, but I never look at that. I can't look at that while I'm playing, you know, when I'm looking at the ball. Well, they've decided, okay, you want instructions on the play field? Here you go. They're everywhere. So there should be no excuse in not knowing how to play a game. Yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> uh, I think so let me ask you guys a question. Mm-hmm. Code, code not being done yet on any game. Do you, yeah. do you think that that's a systematic choice, or do you think that it just takes a long time to iron out the the bugs? My theory is that if you don't have the wizard mode done and everything for, like, I don't know, hypothetically saying a year after yeah, the game's release, you know, Godzilla just finally got 1.0 code. Is that keeping Godzilla in the original buyer's hands longer, not competing with sales of new machines? 
Or do you think it's just a long, drawn-out process and this is what it has to take? I think it keeps the line busy. I think, guess what? You see this code getting better and better and better, and it's still on the line. If people haven't bought it or they were not interested in it, and then they play it on location and they see the game, they go, wow, this game's getting better and better. I just want this more and more. It's funny how... Years ago, it was just like, oh, my God, this code is incomplete. How can they release these games with incomplete code? Blah, 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 blah. Now, yeah. there, there is a whole subset of people who are like, oh, I love this. It's like I buy the game, and it just keeps getting better because it just keeps better. getting updates. It's like – Well, it depends on the programmer too. Okay. It does because you look at Keith. He's very well, – he's it is, very lineman. It is interesting that so many people complain about incomplete code, and you have a game like Godzilla that took over a year – Yes, to get to 1.0. I mean, Rush got to 1.0 quicker than Godzilla did. Yes. But no one says anything negative. No, but then you get a Dwight machine that has bugs and everything in it, and uh, you're going, fix uh, this fucking thing. But the and thing just- is, if there's enough in there to keep you satisfied, it's complete enough. So you feel Turtles is really satisfying to every oh, single they just, person? Oh, they just doubled the points in the in the episodes, Bruce. For I Turtles. know, great. That's that's my fix for a rule. Hey, I'm just going to double the points. <laughs> no, it's not. The rules suck in that game. His rules killed that game partially. Don't get me wrong. The shots are very tight, and it's not that great of a fun theme. But what? His rule, it's I Turtles. Like it. That's it's a very fun theme. No. I actually like that play field. I, I, I don't like... I don't mind the play field, the, but I just The don't animations like the are not the best. Oh, they're terrible. They're terrible. <laughs> but it's just the rules are just terrible in that game, too. It just... And the way to fix it is just make it double points so you feel like you're getting more instead of 9 and 12 million for a good game. Well, it's really hard to lock in the right toppings to get into a multi-ball. And if you just luck into getting, what is it, chocolate and squid or something... And then you start your your pizza parlor multiball, and you end up with twenty million points just by you know spraying and praying. Meanwhile, exactly. someone someone else gets a couple gummy bears and a chocolate starfish, and they're and like grinds, nope. grinds. Yeah, and then yeah, and then you look up, you're like, how do I only have three million points? What's yeah. going on here? I know. Mandalorian, so, same thing. Mandalorian has the same problem. Just yeah, if you can stack if you can stack a mode in a multiball in Mando, and then get your two X playfield running, and yeah, yeah, yeah. it. it you come out. You come out of that first multi-ball and mode with like, like two hundred million. Yeah, God, two hundred million. Everyone's going. But I've been on the game for like 10, 15 fucking minutes and trying all these mini modes. And I'm going to the foundry. I'm doing all this shit, and I got twelve million. Yeah, fuck you. That's what it's the old yeah, big no, old fuck no, you. You got to know the rules. You just got to know the rules. Got to know the rules, Bruce. Yeah. See, yeah. what you're saying is you want Dwight get to get back to his former excellence in games like Star Wars. Yes. No, like Star Trek. Yes, yes. <laughs> no, like Star Trek. I got him to Star say Trek. it. Star Trek. Luckily, we'll just... that will be leaving the RPC soon. Why? Hey, I like Star Trek and Star, Star Wars. Wars. No. <sighs> yep. <sighs> Everybody here in Nashville goes for the same strategy on Star Wars. You start with Han. You finish yes. the video mode. You go straight yeah. into the multi ball. You bring yeah. you bring in your Tie Fighter multi ball, and then and then yeah, two at once. <laughs> you're just bukkaking everywhere. <laughs> exactly. Ew. That's all it is. <sighs> it's a trap. Okay. It's a trap. Yes. <laughs> uh, all over. Stop. Okay. Don't slip. <laughs> uh, so I. I'm looking forward to Bond. If this crazy Me thing too. is, if it's 
If it's not going to be ready by November, does that mean it's not going to be at Expo? That seems insane. They'll probably have a couple games there. God, I hope That's so. But you guess what? You can take a tour of the Jersey Jack factory at Expo. Oh, yes, because, yeah, the Stern was supposed to have the in-person physical tour, and they mm-hmm. made it a virtual tour. So Jersey Jack, I think, smartly went in and said, hey, we'll give you a it's physical free. tour, and it's free, and we'll drive you there. We're going to have, yes. we're gonna have Bu- buses, real buses, real bus, real not buses. school buses, but actual buses, <laughs> pick you up every, uh, what is it, half whatever it is. Yep, the, the, yep, last one, oh the last one's like at 1.30. Uh, me and my dad are getting in around 12.50. I don't think we're making wait, it. Wait, wait, Ron, you said you weren't going back to Expo. Did they change enough of their uh their presentation to did your I, liking did i say it wasn't going back to expo i i, I never thought said it last year no i i never would have said i'm not going back i would have said they need to change some stuff but they actually did change that's a good segue they changed stuff basically all the complaining having to do with how like the the main they would have the free game hall that was open it's all one hall it's just there's one huge convention center it's like one part of it is like roped off that was the vendor area and then there was the free play area and the free play area was open most of the time but the vendor area you know all the new games the homebrews all the stuff people actually want to play they weren't opening till like five on thursday or six o'clock and all that well nope now everything's opening earlier everything is going to be one deal there's going to like the vendor and the free play are all going to be interspersed now into just one big area and their hours are expanded too. Their like hours are expanded. Year I, last year I got there on like, I don't know, maybe Friday morning or Thursday, Thursday at like Thursday around noon, I think. And and I'm like, all right, let's go into the show. Oh, it's not open until like, yep. I don't know, evening. Yep. I'm like, well, wait, the, free, wh- the free why? play area was open, but yeah, all the cool stuff you want to actually play is not available. Yeah, but, but even go, if, the free if, play games, yeah, like they, they didn't have there, credits up, and yeah, you were like, "Oh, I want to play this game," but you can't because you know the person with the key isn't around. So, like, here's just this game that's for sale, just sitting here that you can't play. A lot of the games in the free play area didn't really work anyway. So, no, I'm just but, saying. But guess what? If you don't want to go to that place, you can go to another arcade because we're gonna have a party there. What was the arcade in Chicago they're going to be going to? Interim, uh, interim, inter- yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. It's called Interim or something like that. Is that in the mall that's like right across the street from the expo? I think that's I think where so. that is. Yeah, I think that is too. But that's where the party is going to be. So if you don't think the games are going to be good there at the at the expo, which you're traveling out for and flying out for, go to this place. You know. Ugh. Yeah, but it's expanded hours. The seminars are free now, like you know every other show. You mean you don't you, you don't have to like get turned away and then be like oh but you can just watch on your iPhone right over here around the corner even though you can't walk in? Yeah. Previous expos, I never remember them even having anyone at the door for the seminars. You just walk in. Yeah. I think last year was the first time I can actually remember somebody there checking people. So. And Mr. Burke's got another adventure going on soon too. What is Mr. Burke gonna do? He's got his own new location in Ohio. He's putting all of his games on it in a old supermarket. Oh, that's right. Yes, so he will be doing that. It's not open yet. He had a, a couple TV crews come in and uh, they filmed some stuff, and it looks like it's going to be a pay one price, like it, what most of the new places are doing. Is it going to be another Whopper Farm? I don't think so. Are there more Whopper Farms going up around the country, or are we still stuck with just District 82? I think it's just District 82 right now. You have to really fight it 
you know, with like the Sanctum could do it, I think, and they do in some ways, and New England Pinball does also, but you know, it's hard. Wait a minute, Rochester Pinball Collective isn't a Whopper Farm? No, it's not, not compared to those guys. (laughs) But the thing is this, uh, you do have a big following in Chicago and Milwaukee and Green Bay and that kind of stuff. So it does help that you have a lot of players there who do want to go to two or three hours and drive from one place to another. They're very dedicated. Like, it's pretty bad when I'm like 400th in Wisconsin on the state rankings. You're like... What the fuck? <laughs> I, I think it's really funny to hear all of the the animosity toward District 82 from from jealous pinball players. It's like, uh, you know, just build build what they've got in your part of the woods instead of being jealous that, oh, all of these Wisconsin players, they get this in their back. Well, then build something like that. You know, what Eric has done is impressive. Oh, totally. I, I totally agree with that. And I've I've encouraged it. And I've even said, you know, other places you want help. I'll tell you what we've done and that kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. some places don't want to do it. Some places have done it, like Delaware. Like right now, they're doing the 24-hour right now, and it looks busy, and there's a lot of people from New York State, you know, southern New York State that's down there playing in New Jersey and New York. And that's where they, that's where the, you get the people from the regional areas that are three, four hours away. What's three or four hours away from Rochester? I get Middletown, which I get some great players. Don't get me wrong. Cleveland doesn't even come out. That's the funny thing. Canada. There's a lot of good players. Yeah, Canada lately has not been coming out. We hopefully will in, with the pinball profile thing. But, you know, it's just I think people are not as dedicated as they used to be, except in certain areas like Seattle and Spokane and that kind of stuff. And uh, also in uh, Oregon and, you know, some or- places. Oregon, in- yes. Oregon. Oregon. And <laughs> Oregon. We can do this all day. I can do this no. all day. No. <laughs> no. Stop. <laughs> but, there, you know, so it's really hard, but I give Eric all the credit. He he gets all the players that come in there popular. He's got a great selection of games. He's got a good location. The only problem is in the winter, when he does winter tournaments, it is more localized because I don't feel like going to Green oh, Bay no. in no. December. Yeah, the weather's, yeah. The weather's worse than Rochester. Wow, that's Ooh. pretty bad. That's pretty yeah. bad. A lot of lake effects snow in Green Bay. Yes, and I we get it too. Every day it snows here in the winter. And I remember Ron the one time he was up here he was like, "Really? It's sunny and it's snowing." Yep, that's about us. Yeah, Rochester, Rochester. But we get you know we're making money. We're not killing it like oh my god. I'm you know I'm I'm walking around with the gold cane like you know looking gold like cane. Yeah, <laughs> wearing wearing socks with shoes with no socks. Yep, exactly. I'm not doing that. So, you know, we're just doing it. You know, I think we're doing great for what we're doing. It's it's got to be really hard to make any money in in a pinball arcade because people only have so much money they can spend um, yes. on location, and the money doesn't come from the pinball. It comes from the beer sales and the food oh, yeah. food sales. But and you could tell us for an hour how how difficult it was to turn a profit over at the Silver Ball Saloon. Oh, it's I, terrible. I feel awful for you guys. And no. uh, but you guys were finding success. What was your secret to success, Bruce? Like, what what do people have to do if they want that? Great customer service. We'll knock them uh, in the bar scene. That's definitely the thing. Because guess what? There's 20, 30 bars you can go to. You can get drunk at. You want to make people feel like it's home. 
That's the key. That really is. You want to make them feel like they want to come back. And, you know, we still have people coming like, oh, what, are you ever going to open up another place? I mean, Kathy, look at each other and start laughing like, no, <laughs> it's a lot of work. And I didn't realize how much it was going to be for work. But, you know, that's why I like the co-op. I'm only open two days a week. I can go in for another day and work on stuff. Three days, I can still do my job, still enjoy my life. Still do podcasting, maybe go to a show or two. I can enjoy my life now. You can retire, then win multiple tournaments after retiring. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe I should retire. <laughs> that will just take my game to the next level. The next level. The next no, level. I didn't take it last time. Oh. <laughs> well, what were we talking about? Expo. Yeah. So, well, yes. actually, uh, Rob Burke's place can't open because all those games are probably going to be going to Expo for the free play area, I would assume. Yeah. A good yeah, he has a portion lot of, games, of them. Though. Which, being that he's opening up a location, maybe a lot of them will be fixed and will maybe. work. That will, that will, that's the hope. He's got a dedicated person now working on his games mm-hmm. in that video, they said. So, maybe. I think he needs more than one for the sheer amount of games I saw. So, Glenn, you going to Expo? I'm not. I've got uh, plans to go to TPF. Got my flight booked. Got my hotel booked. Ooh. And uh, it, it, I, I went to Expo. I've never been to any other big shows. Uh, we have our local Nashville show uh, the weekend before or after Expo. So, um, and if I'm going to try to get into the top, you know, 24 or maybe even just 16 in Tennessee, I've got to do well at the Nashville show. And so that's that's my focus this year. Um, I'm going to try my very first major tournament at TPF. I hopefully get tickets for the tournament there. I didn't get tickets to Expo last year for for the tournaments. I wanted to experience everything else first. Ah, okay. Okay. And I think the when does the TPF tickets go on sale? They October fifteenth. Fifteenth. Yes. So I've got on my phone right now. October fifteenth. <laughs> no, no, no. And then I think uh, for. In disc, it's October 29th. They go on sale. Is this for the tournament? Yes. Okay, so yeah. So Classics it, and Wizards tournament. Yeah. You'll definitely need it for the Wizards to get in. What time at, on October 15th? They haven't announced yet. They sent an email this last week that they're going to let us know when it gets closer. TPF. I'm just putting my phone right now. Yeah, and the Indisc one, I think it's only if you really, if you want to try to get into the Thursday match play one, which I do, yeah. that you're going to have to be ready and hopefully and that's get the 29th? In. That's the 29th. Okay, in disc. I was really bummed that they weren't able to get that building secured for for in disc oh, in, in in what what Palm Springs yeah. it would have been. I've got a sister-in-law that lives in Palm Desert, so it would have been like perfect for me to just 20 minute drive on over. Yep. But yeah. Well, another uh, Glenn's killing it with the segways cuz I have one here. The <laughs> Captain's Auction. The people who, uh, who auctioned off of all of John Weeks' equi- uh, stuff, he was, he was, it was all his stuff in the Museum of Pinball that closed down. Um, they're doing another big auction. I don't know if it's this weekend or next weekend with another bunch of stuff. I, the consensus is that it's the rest of John Weeks' collection because mm. all that stuff they sold still wasn't all of it. So there's more. Have you looked at the game list for sale? I have not. Let's look at there's a bow and arrow in that list. I like that EM a lot. I'm so sorry. Really? You don't like yes. it? No, it's just it's just hit the spinner and then hit the upper upper left shot. That's all it is. Well, but that's it's better than Grand Prix. <laughs> Grand Prix is heralded as the greatest EM of all time, and to me, no. it's just a luck box. No, Hot Tip is the greatest t- EM uh, of all. Time. Jesus, Hot Tip. <laughs> okay. Love my Hot Tip. <laughs> uh, so, are we done with Bond. 
Yeah. We, we need, well, we need to play it. Bond. I mean, I, I liked the gameplay looked pretty cool. Gameplay I mean, it, it did look like I could see why they didn't want any video out because the software was so alpha. It was not even remotely close to being, I mean, it's something you would even release. It would just show scenes from a movie and what's interruptions from effects and like the jackpot call outs. If you looked at the jackpot animation, it was taken directly from Stranger Things. Same font, same <laughs> everything. Okay, now I have a question for this. Is this why they didn't put out a cornerstone six, four months ago? They weren't even ready for it? Is it possible Venom wasn't as far as they thought it was supposed to be? I don't know, but I'm just saying, look at this. How how far behind are they? And it can't be assets and that kind of stuff because you have The whole reason I you... was surprised it was Bond was because it didn't seem like it had been long enough. Because it, this was this was Steve Ritchie's game, and he left, and they scrapped yep. it and started again. So from the beginning of that, I didn't think it was long enough because usually a year, year and a half. It didn't seem like it had been long enough for this to be ready yet. That's why I kept saying Venom. Yeah. They have so many employees right now. It's, in, it's insane. Like I know. I know. Maybe that's why the price increased because they haven't come out with anything for a while yet. They keep on acquiring more, more employees. The design team. <laughs> Games are so expensive now. Uh, oh, it's ridiculous. It's redonky donk. Redonky donk. Redonky donk. Uh, now most of their factory employees, those are all temp temp workers, right? Yes. Yeah. Only so how long made... does it take? How long does it take to train a temp worker to build a pinball machine? Probably a couple of weeks for wire looming and that kind of stuff, and you know, oh, assembly. <laughs> you know, who knows? You know, maybe a couple of weeks. Who knows what's going to happen now? And since it's going to be November, maybe they have a lot more time to learn. And and they're maybe moving. They are they really moving locations too? I heard that's that. what I've heard also that they want to move. Well, that the release is up, but which I don't understand because they just moved in. Five years. It was a five year lease. Wasn't it? Wow, it was five years ago. Five years. That's all right. Another manufacturer is going to definitely jump in and and profit from the downtime that Stern has. Who? Uh, somebody. I mean, <laughs> who? Yeah, yeah, sure. It's, it's ripe for the taking. Yeah, yeah, ripe for who? Yeah, that's what I want to know. Please, ex- please, please elaborate. Explain. <laughs> I mean, we're at, like I said, Jersey Jacks every two years, two and a half years. Yeah. They have never deviated. That That's how long it takes them to do a game. I don't care how many new designers they have until they actually can do two more than, year. yeah, if they could do a game a year, that's an improvement. Yes. Um. American I don't know what I don't know what's hearing. going on in American. They they used to be faster. They yeah. used to at least have a game a year, but now they haven't had anything since Hot Wheels. Mr. It's like Mr. two Fix, years. Why haven't you done anything sooner? That's right, baby. Because it's all about original themes now, baby. No one wants to buy <laughs> licenses, baby. They want they want Galactic Teen Aqua Hunger Tank Fourth, whatever the hell it's called that we're making. It's going to be great. It's going to be like a tank. Hold on, guys. Let me ask you a question. That's right, baby. Why, why, why don't people want more original themes? Because to me, it's like the goofier, because, the weirder. Like the everybody one... seems to love these weird '80s themes, and like they're heralded as these like classics. You know, this goofy bunch of cats behaving poorly, or you know, it, what is bad cats? Like it is the weirdest thing ever. Why can't tanks in space work? That's right, baby. Why can't they work, Bruce? That's what we're doing because here at American Pinball. We've already had one in this, you know, past ten years, and it bombed. So now they're all gun shy. How amazing was the Raza trailer? I thought it was amazing. 
mm-hmm. with the video assets and and the Jeff Teolas acting. And well, then two, we've had two. We had Raza and we had the no, other. No, R- Raza never it, even came out. That doesn't. He's talking I, about. I know, <laughs> but I was interested. Like, I thought that game looked. I wasn't Maybe, maybe, maybe the playoff. Was, it was smoke and fucking mirrors with that guy. Yeah, but the, the, the idea of it was, was oh, the idea was okay. Retro it was Atomic Zombie Adventureland. I know it was a great idea that he just jerked people around for two years and killed people. He's an asshole. Well, yes, I, we all know this, Bruce. Yes. But but why can't another company use? They don't want to take the chance. Create creativity, and why doesn't the people in the hobby that love these themes from the '90s that were bizarre and and out there? Why wouldn't they? Accept something new today. They don't want to take the chance. Gary has always been licensing, licensing, licensing. Well, not Stern. Stern. Stern should absolutely stay the course. But why can't – and maybe American Pinball will do this. If they only are going to make 750 of an original theme, is there not enough money in 750 games? Because oh, I think not. something that captures your imagination could be a breath of fresh air. It's just – look at Dialed In. Yeah, Dialed In bombed. Dialed In didn't have a lot of personality though. Uh, whoa, of course. No, it's got tons. Of of, I love Dialed In. Dialed In is awesome. God damn it. But it's it's just not there. It's not it's not fun. So these companies it's saw this. It's very fun, went, but it doesn't matter. No one understands Dialed In. They don't get the phone thing. They don't they don't get any of it. It's freaking Pat Waller and no one no one bought it. I mean, it sold less than Pirates. And that was what the probably their second lately selling game. Now that everyone wants, like, why don't you make more of them? Because you guys didn't buy them when we had it. Yep. Because we took a year and a half after we showed it before it was actually available. But exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, I, they just don't sell. I, just don't, I would like to, I'd love to see another, you know, theme like that. I'd love to see something original. Super or hoop. I mean, how much is that going to sell? The um, mafia. Yeah. Remember mafia. Remember that yeah, game? Mafia, that was a bomb. You know, e- e- assets do help sell games. Yeah. But at what point can we make another Star Wars theme or another Jurassic <laughs> They Park do it, theme? but we still or, make like, money. <laughs> yeah, I know, but every every theme coming out appears to be a rehash of something else in the past or another comic book theme. And I, I guess, you know, it sells, it sells. But, I mean, we, we've joked that Keith Elwin could sell a game called Laundry Day, Laundry Day, and that would sell because he would figure out a way to make the rules interesting and the shots would be fresh. So theme doesn't matter. It does, but it doesn't because for locations it does yeah, matter. Yeah, so that's yeah. the problem. For locations it matters. So if it you if, if you want original year. themes, that's great. So now you have them at that whole model pricing that no one can afford anymore. So now no one's going to buy it definitely. Yep. With with the price raising the prices, they kind of killed themselves there. Yep. I mean, you want to talk about crazy prices? Let's let's talk about Spinal Tap. <laughs> so <laughs> Spinal Tap, this was it was supposed to debut. Well, it did. It debuted at what debuted? was it? Uh, Pinfest in Australia. Yeah. So Pinfest I figured there would be all kinds of video of it. There's been shit. There's been nothing. I've seen nothing. Marty's the one that gave us the video. We were laughing about Other it. Other than the 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 uh, yeah, I was going to say highway. Whoops, sorry. Uh, what do they call the home pin? So home pin. They post on their their YouTube channel their first video in two years. By the way, I noticed. A 40-second, I guess you would call it promo of Spinal Tap, which literally consisted of someone with their cell phone just recording the game, and they just splice stuff together, and you see maybe 10 seconds of actual gameplay. They have an LCD that literally just plays the movie and a DMD that, that 
tells you, you know, scoring. scoring. Yeah. It, yep. it in the art. I mean, you people talking about the James Bond art. No, that's that's not Photoshop. You want true Photoshop? Look at this: a Spinal Tap. That is, no, it's terrible. Photoshop goodness, right there. Mm-hmm. And what is that game? Isn't it like nine K? Yeah. Which I don't understand Who why. Who the fuck is going to buy? The whole purpose of the thing's made in Taiwan. The whole yeah. idea is this shit's supposed to be cheaper. Yep. That's got to be an inexpensive prom- license. And they did a great job promoting that game by saying, oh, this is not for pinball players. The rules yes. are not going to be deep. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah this is go. not for tournament players. Their, their owner's like, oh, we're not really going to promote it. That's up to the distributor. He loves to shoot, he loves to shoot himself right in the foot. Is I this swear the to fucking God, 80s? Like, <laughs> what the hell? Uh, he's a tool oh we won't even yeah and it just it's almost like he doesn't want to sell games i I don't i know they like to sell their parts but jesus just try to be a little more into it Uh, 40 second video 40 second video i mean the play field didn't look that bad but i mean i I was impressed i thought it looked better than it was gonna oh yeah i agree with that it's it's an improvement over thunderbirds but that's not saying much but it didn't look like a nine thousand dollar game it's like a premium they're saying this is a premium model no it isn't we waited all that time for that yeah did we wait no we didn't really wait no one cared but still no one cared (laughs) i'm gonna say no one cared no well uh how about queen the trailer came out which was actually done in August, but they finally got approval. Yes. So they're able to show it. Uh, the, the trailer looked fine. Yeah, I liked it. Just see, it's uh, interesting I, that... Hey, I don't know if I can make it as a game. That's Italy. right. It's going to be made in Italy, yes. <laughs> it's interesting ready. that the game, the game only allows you to listen to the songs that are live recordings. So it tells yes. me that Queen or somebody didn't have ownership of the original recordings, so that that was the only way they could go. But that can be fine. Oh, yeah. I oh, yeah. Don't they, they got the I mean, they got the Wembley one, but more importantly, they got the Montreal one, which yeah. to me is the best. They sound absolutely incredible. So I have. Yeah, I have no issues hey. with it, actually. Um, hey, you don't worry about uh, it. We make a good game. We make it fine. We put some little salt in it, some oregano. We make uh, a good game. Yes. Right? So and, and think about the Montreal concert that was originally filmed like an IMAX. So it, it's already in high def. It'll look good on the, the display. The screens, yes. Um, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to playing that someday. You gonna put an order in? No, <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I saw what Alien looked like. I, I mean, I don't. I'm very curious when they finish this game. What are they gonna do? Because these were the last, you know, Alien and this were yeah, the last two heard. games from Highway. Yep. They did a lot of They've changes on Queen, but because it was originally a wide body, but they're gonna have to do one from scratch now and get a license. Are they even gonna bother? What did hey. you guys think of Full Throttle? I liked that game. I actually it was didn't all right. Mind Full it was all right. Yeah, I it's didn't mind flow, at all. It's got speed. It's got you know. It actually was kind of fun. Uh, it he, was uh, great. What is it? The French guy? That's like the bad guy. Yeah. So you're you're battling the French guy. Oh. Uh-huh. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I didn't mind it. I thought it actually it had the Bally uh, outlanes. You know, from the early '80s. You know, it was cool. It was fast. It had a lot of flow. And it was broke a lot, at least when I was trying to play. <laughs> I totally oh, agree with that. Um, yeah, see, Spinal Tap and the Tween. I, I'm looking through my. Uh... Oh, well, um, you were Toy Story. So in the interview, Jack Guarneri, Jersey Jack had, he basically intimated that they chose to do 
Toy Story 4, which yes. everyone's like, are you crazy? Why? Why? But then <laughs> on a, um, what was it? Uh, Pinball Network had a stream where they had um, several people from Jersey Jack on. And I can't, I should have wrote down his name, but their project manager was there. And just, just as they're, people are like stream, people are playing a game that they're streaming. And then the other guys are just talking back and forth. And the project manager just came out and said, you know, well, Disney, you know, we, we had to do what we were told to do. Basically he said they were told to do Toy Story 4 by Disney, which is not what Jack said. Yeah, but, 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 <laughs> you know, so I, I thought that was very interesting. Any comments on yeah. that? No, just, just no. Jack it's, Jack. it's pretty obvious that 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 wasn't the best move to make. I'm not sure exactly why they went with four. I mean, they still have like some assets from the first few movies, um, but I think the video content is much prettier from the fourth movie. The first movie was like the first CGI movie. I don't know that would have looked that great showing clips from the first movie, anyways. And then you mix that with the fourth one. I I don't know. I'm not a Toy Story expert. Bruce is more of the Toy Story expert, but I am the original trilogy. I would assume is the one that everyone remembers, or or at least the first one, or the first two, or something. Yeah, the first two are the best two. Hey, the second one wasn't that Nedry's voice um, that was the the comic, well the the toy restorer guy. Was that the same voice as Nedry from Jurassic yeah. Park? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... They should have brought him back. That'd have been great. I would have loved that, but no, but no. But Jurassic Park, Jurassic Park was, you know, in the world of it, you know, they kind of they're kind of doing the same thing with Toy Story. The the carnival was a little bit of the fourth movie, but, you know, they're trying to figure out ways to use these assets without using much licensing. It seems to me um, something recognizable. But what you want when you play Guardians of the Galaxy, you see a couple clips from the movie. There's really not a story being told in Guardians of the Galaxy. Not when you play the pinball machine. No, no. Come and get your love. Come yeah, and all get the your... best music that happens when you're not doing anything in the game. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ta-da! Actually, that, that's not even in it, because they didn't get the rights for that one. Not even one. No. Damn it. I always, I'm always sad. I'm like, oh, I don't want to shoot the scoop. I, I want to keep listening to this great song. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's see. What else do we have here? Da, 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 da. Uh, oh, so... Stern, they released new code for all their LCD games again. They did. To fix a bug introduced with the last update of all their LCD games, where they Crash added the, uh, the home team functionality. And I guess the specific issue was if you, if you had a game with the new code on it, but you didn't have it hooked to the internet, it would just randomly lock up. So that's why we, we never I never had the issue with any of mine because they were actually all on the internet. But we had the issue with ours and ours were hooked up. Even your Star Wars yes. was on the Oh yeah. Yep. How was it on the internet? Do you, you put a Wi Fi card in it? Yeah. You did? Yeah, we have it hooked up to always oh, like that one's not, but uh, no. the other one was. But uh Guardian's locked up and that's actually on Oh. Okay. So, yeah. so it wasn't fully that. Uh, well, that's supposedly what it fully was, but I guess it yeah, fully okay. wasn't that fully. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they had to come up with – they had to release all the code again. So, And I'm not sure if that – because we, we talked about how home team works even if you don't have a reader. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this breaks that or not. I haven't bothered to read 
any of the uh, pin side thread to see if that's the case yet. So I haven't updated any of mine. Ron, I love your hack to be able to have one insider connected kit and all your games are online. I love that. All my yep. games are online. Well, thank Pinside because I I just when I saw how home team worked, it's like it looks like you might be able to do this. And the fact that if I go into one of my games that doesn't have a reader and I try to go and insider connect it, it tells me it doesn't work. Yet it yeah. does tells it does. me that they're probably gonna nix that or do something oh, in the yeah, future. Yeah, they, they don't want they don't want people having free insider connected for eight games when you only have one kit. The kit's what they're making the money on. But I thought they wanted everything connected. That's what it's all about, Bruce. Nope. It's yeah. all about the moolah, as oh. you can tell by the increases. Oh. Okay. Oh. I'm yep. sorry. It's like when companies say, your safety is our number one priority. Really? I thought profit was number one. Safety yeah. second. That's, that's what I know. I thought safety was like seven or eight. <laughs> you fly on an airline. Your, your safety is our number one priority. My priority is to not die. Thank you. My, my priority is to get on a damn plane when they say I'm going to get on the plane exactly. and meet my connecting flight and not have to stay over a night or two. God. Yep. I agree. Do you get on the plane? You don't. You get in the plane. If you got on the plane, it'd be a little too windy. Ah, Jesus Christ. Thank you. It's just like the old Flintstones when they used to get on the plane. That was their economy, sitting on the pterodactyl. (laughs) (laughs) I was about to say, they had planes in uh, the the prehistoric times. They did. pterodactyls. Damn, they were were quite ahead of their time. They were. Or or, or is it pterodactyl? Well, it could be. (laughs) Pterodactylus. Um, Let's see. What else (sighs) do we got here? Ah, very good, Bruce. No, we haven't got to the ball bag yet. Sorry. Um, <laughs> we had stop four. We did have stop four. It was a rousing success. I think. I mean, sure did things. Zach, win? Uh, Zach no. wins, right? No, Zach doesn't win at my house. He's never won Ooh. at my house. He does no. not win at level zero. Nope, he only wins at RPC. Yep, level zero is his kryptonite. So, yep. Towelie won. Yep. Frank. Don't forget to bring a towel. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. God damn it. Bitch, 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 bitch. Um, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> Sorry. Or I could be kind of. What the sun is going to do to that sound? Yes. So a good time. He had 40 people. Yeah. Shoehorned into Ron's basement. Which it never really got above a certain temperature this time. It was good. No, it was warm. It, it was, was warm, warm but it wasn't wasn't that's, oppressively that's, hot. That's Zach's kryptonite. Haven't you learned Ooh. this now? Oh, if he's over a certain temperature, he falls apart. You got it. He, okay. he falls apart. So we, I'm going to next time just turn the heat up. To, I'm going to take the, the the readers off the wall. Set it to a certain temperature. Rip the reader off the wall. I mean, he did wall. bad. I mean, he wasn't even close to qualifying oh. in the finals. It was like, damn. Okay. Is it your classic Stearns that, that he can't handle? Well, he, no. ha- he hates several of them. He does hate several of them. He hates Nine Ball. He hates Quicksilver. What? Yep. But he likes Cheetah. So he loves Cheetah. You know, and, and like I have tons of games that he also has. I think that's the key because yeah. mine play Ooh, different. They I play think different. it screws with him. Yeah. Yeah, Dragon Fist can go fist itself. That game. Oh, yeah. Love the fist. It's so fun to play by yourself, but in a tournament. Oh, no, 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 no. I wouldn't pick that in a tournament. I love that in a tournament. You're that sick. stars. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're, Rod, pick stars. Fuck no. <laughs> I'm not picking stars. Are you? <laughs> no, I'll pick Cheetah, something that I have a chance. And I kept up with you Yeah, for well, a little bit. 
That was a previous episode, Bruce. We're talking about Stop yes, 4. I know. But yeah, we had... Uh, usually there'd be some kind of machine issue every round, but mostly minor. Yep. Except for the uh, F-14 decided to die. Yep. The, the AC relay. relay died, which was pretty neat. Well, actually, the wire came off, but even when I put the wire back on, it would only do coils because the relay yep. would never energize. So I had no flashers. Found that in about 15 minutes. The The best thing about it, though, was the timing of... Uh, wait, the internet went out. Yes. Of course. You, you know course how many times did. the internet's gone out in the five years I've been here, Bruce? Oh, how many times? That was probably the only one I could think of. And who do you have for your internet, sir? Spectrum. <laughs> they suck. Don't you know that? Uh, so, yeah. We, we, we did it. We had like the initial like, six rounds. Yep. And two, then, two games per round. And then a break, and then finals. So yes. we're getting near the end of the sixth round, and I'm streaming, and I, I look down, and I notice it's saying disconnected. Like, oh, no. And I'm like, no yep. internet. I reboot the router. Nope. Nothing. It's a nice, it's a East Coast thing. Now, we're using match play, so everyone's putting their scores in, and they can't because my cell phone reception is so bad in my house, especially in my basement. So people had to come upstairs, go out to my driveway to put the <laughs> results in. Yeah, we couldn't bad. get to it. I had to get my my laptop out, get my MiFi from work out, connect to that to get on the internet so we could finish up the round. Yep. So we knew who was in or not. So then we had to do tiebreakers, and then we had the break, and then when we came back, it's like we okay, just we'll it. just we'll stream locally, you know, to, and we'll we'll I'll release it later. About five minutes into the stream, internet comes back up. Yep. Oh, the other thing is when it went down, when I finally could get into Spectrum, as soon as I logged into my account, it immediately had a blurb. We have an outage in your area. We are working on this. And like, okay. Go fuck yourself. Uh, well, at least I know there's an outage. It's not just me. No, oh, I know. Still. That was really, no, it's them saying that to you. Go fuck yourself. That was really the only blip. And then, yep. yeah, everything. Everything went well. Everything went well. And then we had a tournament at the RPC. We had two tournaments. We had the uh, the Summer League Finals in the beginning of the last week. And then after that, we had a Four Strikes Tournament. Ooh, at RPC. What does RPC stand for, Bruce? That's the Rochester Pinball Collective. 349 West Commercial Street in East Rochester, New York. Suite 2965. Come on. We're open Thursdays. We're open Saturdays. We're open some Fridays. All right. Very good. And we do have the Pinball Profile coming up in two weeks. Ooh. Hi, Jeff. Sign up with uh, Jeff at uh, Pinball Profile for the Pinball Profile in America. I would like to to say thank you to Jeff for doing those because I know he's taking a lot of vacation and oh, personal God. money out of his pocket to do yep. these all over the country. Yep. Some people some people think he's doing it just to be able to play in tournaments and get uh, Whopper points. But I really do think he's doing it for the community. He's doing it to... Yeah, you connect with it. people and locations. Yeah. It's an amazing thing. Thank you, Jeff. Yep. yep. And we'll so, see him uh, here in Nashville next year. Ooh. I mean, it's not like he's playing in the UK Open that's going on right now. And then I and, know. But um, yeah, it was a four strike tournament, and I finished second again. You did to friggin' Zach. See, got to turn the temperature up. Am I the new Josh Sharp? You are. That's two tournaments now at RPC. Been second both times. Yep. And he won the summer league also. Of course he did. Of course he did. But it was four strikes, and I, the first couple of rounds, I have no strikes. Like, I'm kicking ass here. And then I had three strikes in a row. So it's like, oh, I'm done. 
Then I went, I think, six or seven more rounds without getting a strike. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, ended up in the... Oh, we we had this game of Doodlebug. I'm sorry, Dipsy Doodle. Dipsy Doodle. Is that the four-player? That's the yes, four-player. So, Mark, one of the the owners of the Rochester Pinball Collective, or the partners, whatever whatever you call it, mm-hmm. he's player four. I have like 20K. I'm second. So if he passes me, I'm I get my fourth strike. And he's way behind. He's at absolute shit. So he starts his ball five, and he starts the doodle. Now, on that, you can only do a 10-point and a 100-point doodle. Point. Yeah. So he's got a 10-point doodle going. So I'm like, ah, eh, that's nothing. But he had it going forever. He started to catch up like, oh, shit, this isn't good. <laughs> he gets all the way up. He drains out. He, he missed me by like a couple hundred points. Wow. Well, Ron, Ron, how long can you doodle? Uh, he can do it a I, while, I heard. Uh, <laughs> not on that game. Uh, uh, oh, and while I was there, I got to play Halloween, finally. Like, a lot of Halloween. Nice. <clears throat> yeah. That's it? Next topic? Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> I, it doesn't play well. Oh, it's a turd. It, it. Like I hit the drop targets to try to get the center ramp, it just drains immediately. Yep. The the callouts, I I do like that they have a Donald Pleasance because I'm a big fan impersonator, but I notice the same call. You hear the same callouts like oh, over and oh, over and over. It gets kind of yeah, it gets kind of repetitive. And I'm trying to get up to like the upper play fields, and it's just not fun. No, it really wasn't that. I mean, maybe it's not supposed to be fun because it's horror. I guess pinball is no longer fun. Story at 11, uh, but I don't understand. They still have all those graphics in there that look like placeholders. No. And then they do have some video clips, but they're so short. It's terrible. And then they just go back to that other clip. The only complaints I have about the video clips is if you try to watch them, then the ball kicks out and you die. I was looking at the screen trying to figure out what I have to do next, to do. And, then, and, and then I'm dead. And so yeah. I, I need more time on the game. I think the layout is very interesting. I like different. I like I, it is it is one of a kind, without a doubt, that upper flipper shot, the the, the butt pretzel. It, it's interesting, man. I, I just I'm not good at it. I really struggle with that upper play field. Just remember, just because something is unique doesn't mean it's good. Good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know my thoughts on it. Um, yeah, I Yeah. How good do you have to be to intentionally shoot the hedge you're aiming for? Cuz I can't oh, do God. it. God, the hedges are really fucking hard, especially the closest one, the lower one. The sling is better at it than I am. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, I totally agree. <laughs> Totally fucking great. Oh, there I did. Hey, I'm done. Look at me. I'm good. I started multi-ball doing nothing. <laughs> it's like, holy fuck. Yeah, and I, I played a ton on it, too. I really wanted to get a, a feel for that thing. But yeah. It's a turd. It's bright. Yeah. The The, the best thing about it is the cabinet art. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. I it voted. Beautiful. I, I was I was a pinball industry award voter, mm-hmm. and I voted for best art for for Halloween. I thought that game looked incredible. I don't know about the play field. No but play field. The though. cabinet. Yes, cabinet's nice. Yes, the, the cabinet's cabinet gorgeous. Nice. Play field. Ooh. Or maybe it's because I'm just a big Donald Pleasance mark, and it's like Donald Pleasance is in a game. Yes, 
Does that mean I have to get Bond now because he's in that too? Yes, he is. Blofeld. Blofeld. All right, Bruce, you know what time it is? <laughs> it's, it's time for the ball bag. I love the ball bag. I'm sure you do. <sighs> okay, let's see what we got. <laughs> what the? Uh. Good Lord. Everyone's just so juvenile here. I'm telling you. So we got... Oh, I should have sent an email into my own episode. That yes, was a you miss. Should. Yeah, you that should have. Fail. Let's see. We got... This is from Jeff. Let's see. Listen to episode 192 and found it quite enjoyable. Jonathan is a major contributor and third host. I'm trying to figure out who Jonathan is. Does anyone know who that is? Jonathan was our guest, I thought, on 192. No. Justin? Oh, yeah. Maybe he's got the name wrong. I just that just, just threw me off. It's like <laughs> yep. unless I mean there was a we might have talked about um pinball news, which has Jonathan Houston. Mm. Mm. But we had mm. we had Mike. Mm. Mike Mike was on on, on episode one ninety two, so I don't know. Yeah. I'm just mm. Mm. What the hell are you doing? What do you think about Jonathan Houston? Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think he loves the Dutch guys, so don't say anything bad about Dutch pinball ever. I, I, I thought it was I thought it was really interesting when the the pinball uh, news magazine podcast has their intro and it's like Lyman Sheets dies. Ba 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 bum. You get like this. I know, like horn, wow. horn section. Like guys, come on, have a I little know. bit of tact. It's yeah. Europe. It's different. It's just different there. I, I take that as a European thing. He's the kind of guy yeah. who wanted to get an interview with like Elvira. When she was at um, Expo, and he was just like following her to her hotel room and shit. So, yeah. Not creepy at all. No, not creepy at all. <laughs> uh, um, let's see. Time to change the billing from Ron and Bruce to, uh, and others to Ron and Bruce with Jonathan. Okay. Hi, Jonathan. Uh, Mike was a great guest to have on also. Oh, so he knew Mike was. Okay, now I'm really confused. Mm. Listeners, if you know what's going on, please let me know. We're probably missing something because we are quite stupid. Uh, let's see. He could join an episode every three months. Where's Kathy? Let's get her back every three months. Well, she she had a comment earlier, so you got to hear her. Yes. Uh, keep up the great work, guys. I love the wrestlers, especially Dusty Rhodes, baby. That's right. <laughs> Enjoy hearing about Stu McVicker and his tournament successes and exploits yeah, he's, around he's town. Been, he's been he's been out of the loop lately. Uh, Stewie, like Stewie Beavis and Butthead with Bruce. There's a long term sickness, but it's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What the hell? Who the hell's Jonathan? What's he talking about? Is he jacking off in my woodshed again? He's whacking <laughs> off in my tool shed. What the hell? You know... <laughs> Bob, Bobby, put that away. <laughs> I just bought me some stuff from the Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> the Amazon. The Amazon. Oh, God. Oh, Beavis and Butthead. Oh, he wasn't in any of the episodes. No nope, Principal McVicker. Oh, uh, oh, uh, what are you doing? Uh, let's see. This is from Greg. Fellas, a friend of mine, Pete, has a lovely example of a Paragon that was only operated for about five years. Ooh. It has a back glass with really good color, but a tiny bit of flaking. It is only noticeable if you look for it. Okay. He's very keen on keeping on the wait list for this repro back glass from the Ministry of Pinball. It will cost a fortune to ship to Australia. 
My advice Frankie. to him is to stick with his original back glass because of the repro color registration will be off and maybe no mirroring. I'm wondering, what is your experience with this supplier and others for repro back glass quality? And what is your advice to Pete? I've never seen the Ministry of Pinball stuff. I like the BG Resto for what you have because most games you don't have an availability to get a back glass on. So guess what? It's better than nothing. But yeah, I can't tell you about the Ministry of Pinball. But what would you tell him now? Would you sit, tell him to go for it and get the it, new keep one? Keep original. Or keep the original? Okay. Swap out the lights in the back box with some LEDs so it's not as hot and doesn't flake as much. Agreed. Mm. Keep what you got. Yep. You can't always get what you want. Okay. You're having a seizure there. Uh, <laughs> He's trying something. Well, well, I got the camera. We, actually, we have the cameras on this time, and I can see Bruce. Get and, your knee. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is from George. Hi, George. Jorge. Jorge. I was watching a Twitch broadcast today. He had just received his game. No, oh, it's about Fathom. So he just received his Fathom. Knowing that you have a game at the Collective, could you please explain the similarities and differences regarding the target banks? I didn't have the heart to ask him to stop playing and open the hood. I thought you would be the one person to give an honest assessment. I guess what target banks on Fathom original compared to the new ones? Uh, the new ones suck. Ooh. Right off the bat. Because guess what? What do you think we're working on right now on that great game? We figured out the one problem with the – we had a burnt coil. Brand new machine, bad coil on uh, the – right sorry the left big uh, drop target they used two coils one was bad so that was causing the resets that was causing the the fuse, oh, the fuse to blow yes okay yes so now we have a problem with the 4x target on the right inline drop targets for the 4x doesn't want to always always go down because they had to redesign the little mini coils and the lever arms are catching on the drop targets. So Mark had to modify his just to make his work properly. They look incredible, though. It's all nice, new, pretty stuff, even engraved with haggis on the side of the uh, of the metal. Oh, on the metal, it's interesting. On the metal itself, it's actually engraved with the lettering haggis. But, yeah, it just... Yeah, just a lot of fucking problems. It's, guess what? It was out on the floor for two weeks. It's been in the back for seven. Oh, there's your answer. And I still have one coming. Don't forget, I will do the disclaimer. This was the fourth or third one they made. So it'll be interesting when you get yours, if it doesn't have any of these issues. Uh, and the funny thing is, Mark's in the group for uh, Pinside for the owners. And Mark keeps on bringing up all these problems. And then other people are like, oh, yeah, I, I didn't realize that. But yeah, you're right. It, mine does that, too. Oh, yeah. That, <laughs> it's just like, oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like kicking over the hornet's nest. I understand you had to redesign it, and you know, but there's a lot of issues. Wearing of the, you saw that, Ron. The wearing of the drop targets already wearing out. Yeah, I didn't see anything. I, like when I walk in the back, I just see the fathom sitting there with the playfield up. I've never actually played it or seen it on the floor or played a single ball of it ever. Yeah, there you go. God, it looks beautiful. It, it looks, looks gorgeous. <laughs> it is. I mean, oh, it's beautiful. It oh, is a ten for that. But yeah, a lot of problems. A lot of problems. 
Okay, our last email here is from Scott. Um, Scott S. Hi, guys. Thanks for the continually great episodes of Slam Tilt. You're welcome. We know the Slam Tilt love for Lock is Lit and so am I. And I've heard <laughs> your digressions on multi-ball versus multi-ball. Oh, we know mm-hmm. multi-ball is correct. Uh, shoot the Wamps. Has now become so well known. The Godzilla even references itself. Yeah, there's. I haven't heard it yet, but supposedly there's a call out in the new version. Shoot the wamps or something like that. That's funny. Uh, yeah, in, in the latest 1.0 code, um, we're now treated to an amazing self-referential piece of. Oh, he says he says a piece of voice work. We now have shoot the um, wamps. So that's what it says. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> Uh, we have Ron to thank for this. Uh, don't, don't thank me because this is the shoot. The wamps thing has been on, I think every podcast, every pin site post since the beginning of time It's Godzilla King in the world of call outs. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's original. I like the originality of it too. Definitely. Deadpool is kick ass and call outs. Yes. I don't believe what I'm seeing Bruce on camera. Oh my, yes. How does Bruce's flip-flop on bad girls and the bad call-out compare to Ron's favorite? Okay, 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 in Lethal Weapon 3. Yeah, Bruce does a lot of flip-flopping, you know. He loves bad girls now. No, I tried to get one, and I couldn't get it. But he tried to get one. He's he's totally a Gottlieb guy now. I tried to get one with Zach. Mm -hmm. He tried to have C thing again, and it just didn't work out. Oh. It was pretty rough. It was a rough bad girls. <laughs> well, they, they, it is bad girls. You know, they're bad. It was. They're bad. She was a little. She was a little worn and a little beat up. Uh, <laughs> it says, "I think the time has come for a proper slam tilt masterclass on callouts." Oh God! There's only one callout in in Godzilla that bugs me at this point. It's uh, when you get the Monster Zero and they go, "That sound, it's killing us." It's said like that, you know, instead That's of sad. you know. That sound, it's killing us. Yes. Shouldn't it be like, you know, that sound, it's killing us. Shouldn't it be a little more enthusiastic? Enthusiastic. And I, I'm softening on the whole, I think they just had like various Stern employees do some of the calls for like, it's Godzilla, rock. Because <laughs> they want it to sound bad because it's supposed to be like, you know. A cheesy movie. Yeah, cheesy movie. So, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah. <laughs> We'll have to do that, Ron. It's on your to-do list. Well, I already do call-outs for a game. It's called Poker. There's only one in existence, and it's in Ooh, Zach's yes. house. Yes. It's a poker-themed game, uh, and I do the call-outs. It's, it's brilliant call-outs, but um, I couldn't really get excited because Zach yelled at me. He wanted it done very Mel- monotone. Very monotone. He didn't want too yes. much excitement. <laughs> Yikes. Well, Ron and Bruce. Yes. We all know the famous people that like pinball, right? Oh, Kevin yes, Bacon, we do. Kevin yes. Bacon, the Kardashians, Dr. Phil, Scott Hamilton, the figure skater, Jack White and Jack Black, no relation. But, <laughs> you know, what about the people that are pinball famous? This hobby has some really important people. I'm not sure if you've heard the latest pinball drama, but let me tell you, people are eating it up. After being released as a TPN correspondent, I decided to take my skills to the news desk and launch PNZ and creates a definitive list of celebrity for the pinball famous. Brucey baby, who yes, in the industry would you like to know the celebrity score first? Uh, Ed Robertson. 
Ed Robertson. Yes, yes. Uh, he's a singer-songwriter that wrote the theme song for a popular TV sitcom about nerds. He also opened up for yours truly at the Reach Around Awards with his rendition of Pinball Wizard. Because of his voice work on Black Knight's Sword of Rage, and yes, the band The Bacon Named Bare Naked Ladies, Ed is no doubt an A-list pinball celebrity. Did you recently see him shout out the Buffalo Pinball guys live on stage during a concert a few months ago? Nope. Well, he, he mentioned Nick and Kevin during a concert, which now puts Nick and Kevin also on the B-list. Who else would you like to know about? Steve Ritchie. Steve Ritchie, ah, yes, the King of Flow, also known as the King of Hot Goss. Steve has no issue telling stories about his former employees' woes, and that puts him high on this list. Steve is an A-list celebrity all week long and twice on Sundays. <laughs> what else? Pat Lawler. Ooh, what a legend. I assume right around the corner, he will be given a some, t- some type of lifetime achievement award. Uh, from Bonsai Run to Dialed In, so many masterpieces. Pat is a solid A-lister. So you forget, you just just ignore Bonka. From Bonsai Run to Dialed In, <laughs> he is an A-lister. Who else you got? Is a B. <laughs> John Borg. Ooh, John Borg. Let me see here. Let me look at my notes here. John Borg, great guy, a real man of the people. He attends pinball shows and mingles with the unwashed masses. Oh, he also slums it at karaoke bars and BMX tracks. John is too humble to be anything higher than a B minus. Uh, let's go, Keith. Keith's probably got some deep dirt on him. Keith, uh, Keith Elwin. Okay. Yes. All right, Keith Elwin. Four amazing designs. One on the way. Multiple time world champ Pinburg Victor. Times over and heralded as the goat. However. Keith does not seem to be a man of the people. When the loser kids, Josh Roop asked him at the end of an episode, Keith, how do we get a hold of you? His answer, you don't. You see, A-listers don't have time for that. So Keith is an A-lister all day. Who else? Hold on. Not looking at the prepared list at all. This okay. is not a prepared list. Not this a prepared all list. Off, all off this the is... cup. Zach Minnie. Ooh, Zach Minnie. All right. Where is he on my paperwork? Let's see here. <laughs> Oh, this is all out of order. I mean, Where does Zach Manny, ooh, it gets blurry ranking this mogul of media. His cross between info entertainment, commercial, masturbatorial circle jerkery is impressive. Half of the time, our computers can't differentiate between enthusiasm and propaganda. Yet, he does it consistently, entertainingly. So here at PNZ, we settled on a fitting good old B-plus for Dear Zach Attack. Ooh, and he hates tournaments. He hates tournaments, yes. And good luck with the back surgery, sir. Oh, my. Would you guys like to hear about Triple Drain? Yeah, I was just going to ask that. Oh, this is this is a complicated one here because Joel, Tom, and Travis do the podcast together. Uh, but unfortunately, all competitive players automatically get downgraded two-letter grades. Thus, Travis and Tom, you are D-listers. However... Joel Engelberth's journalistic integrity whilst interviewing the likes of Scott Denisi and Keith Elwin, both A-listers, thus making Joel Engelberth a B-list celebrity. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> the thing about Triple Drain is, is it literally is like characters. We have our characters. We have, we have the everyman Joel. Yep. Yeah, the everyone is the nice guy. Then we have the, the mean Travis who insults yep. Joel all the time. Then we have um, Tom, who doesn't really say he's, he's the quiet guy. He's like the he's George the Harrison. One. He's the George Harrison. Yes, he is. I love him. How about Mark Silk? 
Ooh, also famous for his work already outside of pinball. But this valiant vagabond verbose voice has given his vocal talents to multiple podcasts for free. That's a B-list move if I've ever seen one. Who else? Tim Lee, who came to the beautiful Rochester Pinball Collective with his wife on their 25th wedding anniversary yesterday. Tim Lee sucks at pinball. Who's next? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) He did get a score up. He did get a score up yesterday for the new high score tournament. Yes. Dare I ask? Chris, the podcaster. That's what we call him here. Ooh, the the Voldemort of pinball. Uh, He who shall not be named... He has an impressive list of 500 plus members who pay $5 a month to listen to his podcast. However, the real gold is woven into his Facebook ramblings. Fights among the community, industry, and other content creators should give Chris a high grade. However, I'm sad to report that cancel culture has grabbed this guy by the short and curlies. (laughs) Short and curlies. I love it. Okay, hold on. I got to get to the list again. No list. There's no list. Uh, The poor men themselves. Ooh, the poor man. This is a sad, sad turning of events. Uh, the dynamic duel has suffered a tumultuous, precipitous drop since the Ian's exit left Drew to lead an unruly band of misfit members of his own. Uh, the poor man's tribe, that is. Uh, unfortunately, uh, this docked the poor man one letter grade, and Drew is hanging on to a C-list grade, uh, but could get a quick rise if old Ian were to make a return. Oh, my. <laughs> a rise. <laughs> his pants are getting tighter. Oh, my. Okay. Um, well, women in pinball. Oh, unfortunately, there are not enough women in the hobby that are making content. But I do have, at the top of my list, I have Emoto Harney, who is uh, making a movie, a skill shot baby. We're really looking forward to seeing that. Uh, Backbox Pinball with Lauren Gray and Rebecca Salem. Um, the head of the uh, – our, our, our their stock is currently holding at a B. Uh, Mrs. Pin and Jesse J. Uh, their infectious joy of the hobby was fast-tracking to A status when a sudden decline of content has led them hanging on the coattails of their past works. However, they are still holding to manage a C plus, but there is still time for regression. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> women in pinball, not as many as we'd like. Our computers indicate that most women viewers uh, are enjoying the hot nudge girls, uh, but they should be getting a higher ranking, but no white dudes are watching. So, Honestly, it's a good it's a good uh, Twitch stream. Watch the hot nudgers. We've got Anna, Jane, and Rebecca talking about truck nuts, and uh, they're fun. Yeah, go go check them out. But at the moment, I'm giving them a B. Okay, Jason from Wisconsin. Ooh, Jason from Wisconsin. Have you guys heard his new pinball party podcast? Mm, I have. No. I have. Okay. Yes. So Jason is the Jared Leto of the pinball hobby, musician turned podcaster, singer, songwriter, performer. Nobody thought anyone could break into this crowded pinball podcast arena so fast, but just like the Kool-Aid man, oh yeah, he's smashed his way into the Twippy Ballads. Wisconsin heartthrob, this is an instant B-list celebrity. But he's a drummer, right? I think he's a songwriter, drummer, and, and, and singer as he well. He said he was a drummer. Oh, singer. Okay. I'm about to say he can't be the heartthrob if he's just a drummer. That doesn't make sense. But singer, yes, 100%. What do you mean? I made a song last week, lads. We'll put it up on the, on the refrigerator. <laughs> okay. Artists in pinball. Oh, Christopher Ooh. Franchi comes to mind when we talk about artists in pinball. Oh, boy, all my stuff is out of order. Ah, yes. <laughs> Podcaster, autograph procurer, and artist extraordinaire. Drama follows Franchi from time to time, so this trifecta of triumph will certainly place him near the top. Solid A- minus for Christopher Franchi. 
And Christopher called me out on the last. Oh, he did, huh? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. You didn't hear that? No, no, I've been on, busy On the last Super around. Awesome Pinball Show, he called me out because of uh, something I promised him that I still haven't delivered on. But uh, he, he will get oh, it. Oh, my. He will get it. I helped Chris out, so I must be uh, A minus then material then too. So, what about the tools that you're with right now? Well, yeah, and, and before you answer, I have my my mouse over the disconnect button, so think <laughs> carefully about what you say. I think I think that we need to first visit Bobby Pinball. Oh, yes, Robert Mueller. Simple, right? He gets an F. If Sesame Street taught me anything, F is for floundering, fail, flailing, fundamentally fiscally fraudulent, and fucked. However. His association with loser kids bumps him up to a D for dick. This <laughs> association has in they just bust on him constantly. Yes. I know. God. Ron and Bruce. All right. So uh, indicating here, uh, solid in name recognition, uh, checks a lot of boxes, but sadly cannot get Gary Stern on their show. Mm-hmm. Have not won a Twippy. And Ron isn't huggable. If I run the numbers, da, 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 uh, multiple associations with A-lister uh, celebrities, yet yeah, both competitive players, da, 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 albeit retired, unretired, and then retired again, <laughs> Ron does have a podcast with the dire, dreadful, disastrous David Dennis, um, the <laughs> Pinball Chronicles. Uh, and so I think that averages everything out to C-list celebrity. Congratulations yes. on your status. We're not failing. Oh, that, that would be Silverball Chronicles, which can be heard on the Pinball Network. Now, I'm going to state something right now. Uh-oh. For the record. Uh-oh. Are you ready for it? You like Silverball Chronicles? No. Oh. <laughs> you don't like it? Oh, man. Uh, we are never going to ask for money. I'm oh, fucking- God. Okay. <laughs> we are never going to fucking ask for money because, yep, the only free pinball podcast, we are worth nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be our gimmick. Although that we, is our gimmick. Uh, although I'm sure listeners could be like, "Hey, you talked about Patreon in the past. We said something." No, like, I have not. I yes, said we no. did. Yes, we did. We, I said no. We said we should do a Patreon where if you pay extra, you get the uncensored version of Bruce. Oh, yeah, you get or, the uncensored like, version. Like every, but, still... but see, that won't happen because that would mean I would have to edit twice. I would have to have multiple versions of the podcast, and I ain't doing that shit. There's no way. But I'm never asking for fucking money. Nope. Everyone's on the Patreon bandwagon now with fucking podcasts. We're going to be different. <sighs> We're going to be different. Yeah, because oh your other podcast sold out. Oh, my other podcast <laughs> sold out. Wow. <laughs> David Dennis saw the dollar signs in his eyes and went, ooh, you can listen loonies. to our, You can listen to our podcast for free, Bruce. We're not behind a paywall, so stop with loonies. that. Loonies. I <sighs> want loonies. That's what he's saying. <laughs> Well, he needs him to buy the Bond LE he wanted. I know. Jesus Christ. Poor poor David Dennis. Can I just say, you know, the guy's the biggest Bond fanatic, and he was all in on, like, an LE. And then the new pricing came out, and he was like, ugh. In Canada, it's like 18000 Yeah, it's, like, insane. It's just like, I can't buy that. And it's even like, uh, I don't even want a premium. Okay, maybe a pro, but I can't play it till April. <laughs> Fucking awesome. Oh, that's not awesome. That's just mean. Oh, yeah, that's us. <laughs> so, fellas, you, your David. definitive list of pinball celebrityisms. Uh, mm. If you guys have me on again, I'd be willing to create a new list. Um, and and, and as, as drama continues to reach its long arm of attention um, around the, the important people in the hobby, 
thing. It's an ever-changing list, so we'll get updates next time you guys have me on. Excellent. We'd love to have you back on. What else do we have right now? Uh, eBay, eBay sales? You got it, but you have one first. Yes, you yes. first or last? Uh, we'll do it first. Uh, get your uh, sausage fingers out. Uh, one, nine, five. <laughs> hold on, hold on. For for those at home, we are playing. I don't know the game. Would you or would you not buy that? Where we go to the cesspool, that is eBay. And see. One, nine. Uh, oh, yeah, sorry. I, I don't have good timing. He doesn't have good timing <laughs> at all. So just go to eBay.com and in the little search bar, you're going to put the number that Glenn is about to uh, to give us here, and we'll see if we buy it or not. Should I should I do it now or wait? You should do now. it now. <laughs> One nine five three four 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 five seven four eight seven. What the hell? <laughs> yes, Jeff Teolis is. Uh, he has a secret ghostwriter, a book novelist. Um, why don't you read the title of this book for sale? Uh, ready to use it's conflict resolution activities for elementary schools written by beth teolis <laughs> would you buy this uh what, what's for the code? K, from kindergarten to sixth grade teachers and counselors here are over a hundred step-by-step lessons and illustration activities to give students the tools and empathy they need to solve conflicts peacefully and feel like winners so this is what he does when he goes to tournaments probably well, if you remember, if you remember, Jeff also was trying to repair relationships in the pinball hot goss column uh, back when when Franchi and I think uh, uh, Bone Karens were having feuds. He was trying mm. to he, he was clearly this book was a result of that. <laughs> you can see his, uh, look, read his other book, How to Negotiate Multiple Pinball Trips with Your Wife. Oh, mm, there you that, go. So you can go that. to tournaments every weekend. Uh, would we buy it? Sure, it's only six dollars and forty-eight cents. Of course, I'd love to give Jeff some money. What, what's the shipping though? It's probably more than that. It's uh, not free standard, free standard shipping. Oh, free! St- oh, I'm all in. It's under seven dollars. The condition is good. They didn't take a picture with the glass off. Though. No, oh. no, they don't even have a picture of the actual book. You know, it's, yeah, it's just fake. Just but cover. still, just the just cover, cover. just the money shot. Uh, uh. Wow. And that's not Bruce doing that sound, by the way. Just exactly. <laughs> okay. Are you ready for some fun ones now, boys and girls? Bruce has been working this all morning. Oh, God. Okay. How, wait, how many of them are there before we start? Seven. Okay. Ooh. Go for it. Three, three, four, five, six, two, 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 two. Four zero six. Ooh, 1975 or 76 Bally slapstick pinball machine. American pickers rare. 85 made. Holy grail. Holy shit, Batman. What a bunch of bullshit. I've never heard this game, so you must be rare if I haven't heard of it. Mm. American pickers are local here to where I, I live. Yeah, they went up to and they found this game and they wouldn't sell it to the guy. But they all talked it up on their episode and has a short on one side. Which side? Single player EM. Yep. 85 made. I'm assuming. Let's see if their facts are right with IPDB. This looks like it, if you hit the targets, does it you, – you hit the stand-ups. Does anything happen behind them? It looks like there's a lot of space there. Are there like flags or something that flop over? I don't know. Because isn't there uh, – doesn't flip-flop do that? Almost looks like flip flop light. Flip flop light. 
85 games. Maybe there is a reason why. There's four flippers. This four machine flippers, yeah. is the holy grail of pinball machines. I love when it the is. pinball is two words. That I love that. With only 85 made, machine yes, light is. up, then went out. <laughs> Pick up in uh, Michigan. Machine case is in very good, nice condition. We'll work with buyer to <laughs> take somewhere to ship if possible. It is a flip flop. Uh, has flip flop pieces four on the top. Yeah, I'm annoyed if if it's that rare. He put it up for fifteen hundred dollars. Exactly. I mean, at least go go all out, man. Say like five grand or something. If you're going to say it's oh, one of the most rarest wait. ever made, wait for I, it. I would like oh. to add a part to this segment. And okay. instead of just saying yes or no, if you say no, what would you buy it for? I'd like to know answers to that. Oh, okay, question. we can From, do that. Yeah. Because uh, I'm, I'm assuming no. Five hundred bucks. Five hundred bucks. That seems fair. Yeah, it's not a. Doesn't look like a fun game. It's got a pretty empty play field. There's not yeah. a lot going on, and Ooh. it doesn't work. And it doesn't work. Uh, Details. I mean, machine Details. light up, then went out. Bunga bunga. <laughs> what does that mean? Like you turned it on and it lit up, then you turned it off and it went out. Mm-hmm. Okay, Bruce. What's next? Okay, uh, we're going to go to uh, more fun. All of this is fun, Bruce. Of course, all of this is fun. Uh, eBay number 144-297-926-021. That's not expensive at all. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> so it's a stern heavy metal... That's only 30 minutes from me. Oh, there you go. You're in. You said you're in. Um, <laughs> heavy Metal by Stern. It says mm-hmm. Rare Game. $50,000. 33 watchers. It says Heavy Metal Pinball Machine by Stern. Lots, and, of, and lots of people like watching people get fucked. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Pornhub. Stern is great. It's, it's in great working order. Home use only. Uh, well, if you look at the guy's two games next to it, you have a CSI and a turtle. So, yeah, he's picking some winners here. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I don't mind either of those now games. This, this is a limited edition model. Or were they all? Were they all limited? They all were. Yeah. So there's only, th- only 300 of these. $50,000. No. Nope. What would you pay for it, Bruce? Three dollars. No. no. Uh, the board set's worth at least thousand. Thousand bucks. Literally, you just don't care about the game at all. <sighs> I'll say fifteen hundred. No, but you could flip it. I'll say fifteen hundred. I'll I'll go with the uh, the last one. I'll pay fifteen hundred for it. Okay. And I, you, Mister? I, uh... I, I think I'd I'd pay four grand for it because I'd play it for a while and sell it for six. Okay. There you go. Maybe even more. There you go. Good answer. Good Heavy answer. Gotta be. Heavy metal, gotta be. Yeah. Okay. 295-238-976-608. Oh, God. This is, this is a turn on. Big time. <laughs> so we have the super rare Pornhub Awards 2020 there's a, sweatshirt. There's awards? <laughs> there's awards. <laughs> Oh my god, the back is awesome. It is so hot. The back is awesome. What is it? Oh. <laughs> Good gravy. 
it, it's a DMD version of, of the, the, that's how we're tying the pinball in. It's exactly. a DMD image of a woman bending over looking yes. at us from behind. Yes, yes. Excellent condition for a super rare product. Pornhub 2020 awards hoodie. You won't find this price anywhere online. Size XS? Extra, extra, extra small. small. Oh. Ooh. That's not going to work for me. No, not Pass. for me either. How much I would you get, pay for this? <laughs> I could give it to my daughter. Hmm. Yeah, that'd be good. Let's see. Starting starting bid. There's no yes. there's no buy it now. The starting bid no, is no twenty bucks. And it's sixteen dollars it's seventeen dollars to ship it to you. Ship it. Uh I, I wouldn't buy it at all, sorry. Yeah, I knew would I, but I what's, thought it was funny. What's the stain? What is yeah, that? No, that stain in the front looks like it was a little <laughs> <laughs> Well, after getting that, you can go to our next item. Uh, okay. 225. Oh, I'm not ready. Oh, my God. Oh my I'm sleeping. Sorry. Let's, wait, wait. Put my, I got to put my pants back on. Say it again. Okay. 225 178 482 671. And wait for it, folks. Wait for it. Okay. In relation to Pornhub, this is a gusher pinball machine. <laughs> This kind of looks cool. It actually does look pretty cool. It's a uh, wood rail. Yes. Is it, what is it, Gottlieb, probably? No, yeah, Williams. Of, Williams. Williams Gusher Pinball Machine. This thing is jam-packed. It is jam-packed. Found this in the trash of a local house. Brought it to Orange County Pinballs in Fullerton to get it back together and working again. Works well oh and fun God. to play. Did they paint it, too? No, no, this is player's condition. <laughs> No, they painted it. Did you see the paint job? <laughs> Every white they touched up themselves personally. Oh yeah, yeah. With 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 a. Uh, oh my god! What, is that is that whiteout? <laughs> yes. Looks like it. <laughs> it looks like whiteout. They just put big white streaks in it. Or did they use other white stuff? <laughs> uh, it is gusher. Yeah. Um, it is and, gusher. And gusher is the theme. Is it's an oil rig? Yes. Um, I wouldn't mind playing this, but it kind of ruined it with the ridiculous touch-ups. Oh, my God. I'd rather have it pre-touched up. Yeah, this thing looks pretty cool, though. I will give it, you know. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff on it. I like that yeah. futuristic car. The future is beautiful with the gusha. Or Zach would probably like this. I think he would. $1,500. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't even have score reels. It just has lights that the lights. light up. Number. Yep. It's really cool. I like this. Uh, if I could, I'd have to pay to get rid of the whiteout. Yeah, you'd have to have them actually just tear it down and do it all right. Well, actually, I doubt they. I doubt they put clear coat or anything over it, so you could probably get yeah. the paint off. Yeah, I guarantee it. So, how much we've, would it we've, cost? We've seen we've seen some gems from uh, the California pinball place that he just mentioned. He's got some real gems. Yeah, there. how much would it cost to get all that paint removed? Oh, a lot. Yeah. So maybe uh, five hundred dollars. I would pay for that. Yeah, there you go. Maybe, maybe if it's working all together like they say it is. But we've seen some of their junk. They've they sold at that place. Wooden legs. Oh, I love wooden legs. Some wood rail, baby. It's a wood rail, baby. Again, Pornhub. It's got wood. It's got wood. We're following a theme here. Yep, theme. And this will uh, this will join with the theme. Oh God. This I don't will think... join with the theme. It's not big dick, is it, or something? Nope. Okay. Even better. Oh. 
Uh, how does this follow? It's Iron Man. Iron Man, baby. You got to be strong and determined when you get that gusher to keep it going. So what you're saying, Bruce, is you're long, you're strong, and you're down to get the friction on. You got it, baby. Okay. A little hand wear. Mm, yeah, I, I'd I'd want to thrust this for sure. But it's a good price. I was looking. I was trying to look at the magnets. That's what I was trying to. Flipper bats have been replaced at some point. Yes, they have. Magnets got a little magnet chipping around Whiplash, but you can get the playfields pretty cheap. Yeah, I'd, I'd buy this in a heartbeat. Me too. If I had, if I had the money. Yep. If I had Glenn Watcher's money, I'd burn my own. Forty-five hundred dollars for Iron Man. I think somebody was just looking for an Iron Man. Doesn't doesn't Zach Many have one that's new in box, like for a crazy amount of money right now? Yeah, probably. But yeah, this is like I thought for forty five hundred dollars, yeah. this is a good deal. This is good, reliable machine in need of a new home. Lamps are LED, so they should last a long time, and they look good. Recently, professionally serviced, so everything is in good shape. Okay. What about his reviews? How many things has he sold? Because this seems like a too good of a deal. 340, but 100%, 100% positive feedback. feedback. Okay, yep. Buy it. In California, free local pickup. Mm-hmm. And that was our show for that part. Would you Would you not buy that? Bruce, Looking. you can really weave a narrative. I like it. I do. You like the long videos that have a story yeah. at the beginning that lead, oh, up to, yeah. lead up to a climax? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. People don't get to see his face, this drool coming out of the side of his lip. <laughs> All right, so that's it. Uh, I wanted to mention to our listeners, check out the Pinball Tapes, Episode 5, Stars Masterclass. Good Mm -hmm. stuff. Why would they want to check that out? Because we're on it. Woo-hoo! Zach, the host, we... We did a recording with him for he wanted he was and his podcast he talks about a particular machine for the whole yes. episode. So when he wanted to do stars, he called us and he gave us the single greatest introduction I've ever been given in my life. It made me salivate with envy. Nobody's ever talked so well about me before. Oh. So you guys, oh. I mean, and his voice is is incredible, and he's got the Australian accent. And to just listen to it, does his music use a theremin? Uh, I think it's his own band or something, if I remember. Yeah, but I think he uses like a theremin, like the, the instrument you use your hands to play from the Star, the original ah. Star Trek series. Oh, <laughs> that thing. Yes. That's also in Good Vibrations, Beach Boys song. That oh, part. yeah. Yeah. Have you guys listened or read the, the book about, um, ah, shoot. Ah, shoot. It's about a mass killer. I went this like whole Mike. podcast without having a brain fart. Eric Clapton's autobiography. Did you, did you guys listen to that or nope. read it? It is interesting. Beach Boys are in it. Just his relationship with George Harrison's wife and how that all oh, is, is interesting. Oh, yeah, you, you, <laughs> oh, you mean when he was, when he was banging his best friend's wife and then yeah. she eventually left George for him and then he cheated on her with yes. some model and had the kid that fell from the building that he wrote the song that became a hit and all that stuff. And then wow. there's the ghost in the music video and the curtains or something. Yeah. Mm? Oh my. Oh yeah. Oh but again, my. pinball tapes. Give it a check. Give it. Give it a listen. Not just our episode. Listen to them all. You heard it here. We command you. It's good stuff. I, I appreciate everybody that puts content out there. I listen to almost every podcast about pinball because I, I have no life, and 
<laughs> no, no, I, I don't get to play pinball as often as I'd like to. So I wind up listening to these podcasts. It's a great way to communicate with with other people that love it. I know that this this is kind of stupid, but there's multiple ways to enjoy this hobby. So people that that get on a high horse that think that their way is the only way, and that if if somebody likes something in pinball a different way that you like it should be made fun of. I just I don't. And everybody's got a different take on the hobby. And so I, I like every podcast. It's all different. So I love your podcast. Thank you, guys. You're getting close to 200 episodes. Can't wait to hear Gary Stern on the show. Yeah, okay. Equal opportunity offenders we are. We offend everybody. <laughs> Bruce makes fun of me all the time. That's all the fucking time. Especially my love of Dialed In. <sighs> now everyone makes fun of it. I didn't realize so many people hated it. I like Dialed In. See? There you go. Damn it. All right. Off game you like, game you hate, Bruce. It's time. It is time. Glenn, game, game you like. All right, game I love or like. Love. Uh, and and I kind of looked at the list and went, all right, I like a lot, but I want to pick something a little deeper down the list. Um, Mustang. I really like Mustang. I like yeah. that game. I like that game. It's mm-hmm. a good. That's a good pick. Good risk reward. You can you can option option out of your multi ball for the gear shift multi ball and build it up to six balls. Mm-hmm. Um, has some really dumb, quirky callouts that are are yes. really super high in the cheese factor, but um, it's a good game. Really underrated. Came, probably came out in a time where they just weren't selling a lot of machines. Yeah, I I like that game a lot. I would definitely get one if I could. And hey. game I hate, Stargate. I just oh can't get excited to play that game ever. Whenever I see it, I just I'm, I'm sure people love it. I don't know why. Because shoot the pyramid. I, shoot the pyramid. Maybe it's the pointy Gottlieb flippers. I don't know. It just feels no. Weird. It's the it's the coil stops that are killing you. Well, no, you you need to come to the Rochester Pinball Collective, pinball collective. and play the best playing Stargate in existence. Yes, which has Williams flippers on it. Yeah, it has Williams flippers <laughs> on it. Play strong and everything. No, that's good. That's a good pick of games. Well, you picked a Gottlieb. You picked a Gottlieb for the hate. So you know, Bruce approved. <laughs> uh, so, is there anything you'd like to plug, Glenn? <sighs> Um, I have, I have a, a SoundCloud page where I've, I've made a lot of stupid pinball parody songs and, and badly acted out skits that I've done for the poor man's pinball podcast. And that's called pinball for y'all. If you can check that out, it's got like eight listens total. So, <laughs> but it's all stuff that's already aired on pinball podcasts, but it's, it's still fun to do. And, uh, yeah. Well, we're going to give you a project. Oh yeah. Let's hear it. Make a song. We'll put it on episode 200. Okay. Peer pressure. No pressure. You got at least at least 12 weeks. I mean, it's a song that has to say how great we are. Yes. You know, the love and on everybody. I want everyone to show us accolades. No, <laughs> Shower I us with accolades. <laughs> I, I, did, I did mention you in the Loser Kids Christmas episode at the very end. Yeah, I kind of forgot. Did. I kind of forgot about Bruce and like, oh, shit. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Pin, Pinball Chronicles got a shout out. Silverball Chronicles. Uh-huh. Oh, Pinball Chronicles, right? No, yeah, it's, it's Silverball Chronicles. Pinball. Damn it. Too pinball. many mentions of that show for this episode. Yes, way too many. You just ruined uh, the quota. I ruined the quota. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. What else do I, I just – the UK Open was going on right now as we're recording. Mm-hmm. And? Congrats to Neil McRae and pulling this off. And he got some sponsors, so they actually got some major – cash going on there it's mm. like five thousand pounds or something you can win which how much is that isn't that close to dollars 
No, it's more. It's actually it's dollar twenty-seven. So yeah. it's almost like so yeah, you could so be rich. Like Sixty-two hundred. And I don't think it's over yet because I, I I go to one finals page. It says first round. I go to the next one. It says second round, but. The second round still can't be going on. It hasn't even started. Okay, so I don't know. But uh, we'll know by the next podcast who won. So mm-hmm. congrats to you, whoever you are. You haven't won yet. Who's won the 24 hours? Uh, oh, yeah, that's probably still going on, huh? Yeah. Oh, and are you guys going to do the 24-hour at the Rochester Pinball Collective the same Eventually. time as the Sanctum? No, no, no I'm not going to do the same time because <laughs> I might be in. I am now two out of the, t- the list of 100 from 20. So I might be able to make it. Ron is 29th. Well, my last shout out or plug will be everybody, please come to TPF. I'm going to be there. I want to meet as many people mm-hmm. as possible. Um, give me a hug. I'm not, I'm not like some other assholes that don't like physical contact <laughs> with other humans. <sighs> Even with a pandemic, I still get no, no break there. Hey, I did respect your hey, space when I met you at Expo. Hey, the president did say there's no more pandemic. COVID's over. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm just telling you. <laughs> uh, Alberto Santana is in first right now, and I'm assuming it's over. Okay, yeah, it should be right now. 11. Oh, God, Tim Lee is sending me pictures of his his initials on Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he's spending his honeymoon, showing you some pictures, big boy. <laughs> <laughs> like 30 of them. Do I have any pictures of Bruce in here? This is like a whole like montage. He's got a picture of somebody sitting on a chair playing Stargate. Who sits oh, on a yeah. stool? Some of our people do. Who plays Stargate? Oh. Yeah. How dare they? That's right, Gary. You're going to play Stargate. <laughs> I need you to prove you're 100% devoted to the team. God, I love that movie. I'm team sorry. Team rocks. Oh, I love Team America. Okay. Uh, plugs. Uh, well, we are the Slam Tilt Podcast. I'm going to remember to mention our website this time, which I completely (gasps) forgot the last episode. You can find us at uh, slamtillpodcast.com. All our links are in the upper right-hand corner. Our email address is slamtillpodcast at gmail.com. Feel free to send us correspondence. Hi, Zach. Hi, Fun With Bonus. Hi, everyone in our Clusterbuck thread. Also want to shout out Flipping the Script. Loser kid guys are yes. are doing. It's going to be a um, it's going to be a stream that will be done at the Pinball Expo on Thursday, October twentieth. So check it out. I'll try to stop by. I should be in. What am I getting in? I am getting in Thursday. Hopefully it's not over by the time I get in. But uh, there'll be all kinds of guests. It's going to be a fun time. This is all for children with autism. So check it out again. Flipping the script at Expo. And I think I've gone through most of my list here. I think I got everything else. Hi, Zach. I think I said hi, Zach. But hi, Zach, again. Yep. I will beat you someday, goddammit. Jeff Teolis, uh, Pinball Profile. He is coming to Rochester in less than two weeks. What's the date? October 15th. Okay. But we're also having tournaments on the 13th through the 15th. So you can have a ton of pinball. We're open that Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Wow. Three days of pinball at the RPC. Okay. Go to Jeff's pinball profile page, sign up. More the better. We can fit up to 60 people. So I want to see a lot of you locals coming out and also some people from far away. Far, far away. So far away from me. Dun, dun, 
I love that song. It's so far away from me. Glenn, thank you for coming on. You are Thanks. always welcome. It took a while, but I finally got the fucking bastard reeled in. Uh, all right. Well, you say always. That means I'm also included on the next cluster vuck. Yes, you can be. All right. It has been a while since we've done a cluster vuck, but Ron hates him. I, I hate him. But you know, if. If, if you're not editing, it, who cares? No, but if episode 200. We can't get Gary Stern or anyone else on. It might end up just being a clusterfuck episode in the end. Which would be classic, too. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to call the guy tomorrow. Oh, the, the guy. We're not going to let you yep. know who it is. It's a mystery. Nope. It is. Only Ron knows who it is. Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Thanks, everybody. I think Thank I remembered you. everything this time. Thanks, Glenn. Woo-hoo. Thanks Thank to you. all the listeners. This has been episode 193. So until next time, say goodbye, Bruce. Goodbye, Kirk Krantz. Say goodbye, Bruce. Goodbye, Kirk Krantz. (laughs) Awesome. Uh...